Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Salam for another record. This is Minister Cedric bin Israel, tribe of Judah. And welcome to Thursday night's fellowship line. Time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. And um, I want to say good evening to everyone who's joining us this evening. Um, I could open up with uh, uh, anything uh, because there's been a lot of things going on in the news um, in regards to um, a series of events um, that stemmed from last week and the week before that uh, regarding police officers getting shot as well as uh, citizens getting shot, particularly in the African-American community, uh, so-called. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the floor tonight uh, and kind of kind of get the mindset of the people and kind of figure out where we at um, at this particular time because this is a very interesting time that we're in. Uh, just state your name for and on the record. Oh, first of all, who's, who's all online? Because I'm not able to see. Shalom, Nation. Gavin. Shalom, brother. Brother Gavin from uh, Tribe of Benjamin. Yes, sir. Shalom. How's everything? It's not bad, you know. Trying to hang in there. Word. Yeah, I'm waiting for this nation to have me self-employed, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, anyone else joining us this evening. I know that uh, we just got out of the newsroom. Um, so Shalom, brother. This is Brother Alex from Tribe of Judah. Shalom, Mark. How, how is everything in Chicago, man? Man, Chicago, you know, Chicago, man. It's a lot of, you know, stuff going on, man. Still a lot of things uh, on and everything. Yeah. So, man, it's rough up there, man. But, hey, I'm staying safe. Yes, sir. I I ask that because I mean it's kind of been like all over. It's, it's kind of like all over the news, you know, what's going on in Chicago. Um, but I mean it's not new. I mean, um, uh, I guess you can say the stigma associated with Chicago. It's not new. Um, but again, um, we know what's going on. Uh, we just say that. It's good to just make sure that you protect your family at all costs. And, you know, I'm being honest, pray, brother. I mean, a lot of people don't see the power in that, but you really should pray. Aside from that, um, is there anyone else uh, joining us online? Okay. Well, I'm going to throw this out here. So, how many people knew that 
Okay, because I knew this. I just thought this was a hashtag, but Blue Lives Matter. How many people knew that was an organization? That Black Lives Matter? No, Blue Lives Matter. Oh, you know what? I never heard of that. Okay. I thought it was a hashtag that was just flowing around, uh, like they come up with the All Lives Matter hashtag. I thought right. that, that was just a hashtag. Well, apparently, uh, by way of uh, Minister Robert, or uh, Democratic Officer Robert, rather, or Diplomatic Officer, I apologize, he posted an article um, on Facebook, and he and in the article it mentioned that Blue Lives Matter, which is an organization, passed a bill. <laughs> and I know that may not seem uh, like a big deal, but it is a big deal. Now, the bill consisted of them ruling uh any uh, resistance to police or any, like, killing of police is a hate crime. Okay, that's what the bill pretty much uh, 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 stated, or that's what the article said that the bill was about. But that wasn't, like, the major point I was trying to make. Here's the point I'm trying to make, because I don't know if anybody's seen this or not. Has anybody, anybody on this line seen any bills being passed by Black Lives Matter. Anybody heard of a bill being passed by Black Lives Matter? No, brother. That's my point, too. I I, I see where you're getting at. Okay. What about a petition? Anybody heard of a petition being passed? Okay. So, I'll Gavin, I'm going to just come straight to you, bro. Do you see the irony in all the no, not even the irony. What is the part? What is, what are our brothers and sisters doing? That yeah, what are they doing that they haven't filed the bill yet? Put black lives now. Everybody's been familiar with Black Lives Matter for like the last couple of years, right? Blue Lives Matter, which I just found out was an organization, obviously, passed a bill. They passed a bill? They got a bill passed. What the hell is Black Lives Matter doing, man? You meant to tell me all these, and not even that. uh, they're, They're worldwide now. They're international. Black Lives Matter is international. Along with that, They've also been labeled as terrorists. But, but uh, Gavin, what are your thoughts on that? Please help me out because I could not let you live that down. What's your thoughts on that, man? I've been saying that all along. All these movements coming out, like the Black Panthers and the, uh, the, the National, you know, the Negro League, the uh, – what's the other one uh, back in the days? Uh, um Black Liberation Army, mm-hmm. uh, NAAC. Oh, we said that already. NAACP. Uh, what else? <laughs> the the um, what's another one? Even the, the civil rights movement itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh yeah, oh yeah. Push the Rainbow Coalition. Push with uh, Jesse Jackson. That was in the early '80s. 
Mm-hmm. If anyone could, if you know, if anyone is old enough to remember that, when I was coming up, that was it was all about push Rainbow Coalition. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, now it's, it's the millennium is Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? And to me, all of these is not really effectively um, pushing any agendas. Uh, the only one that made any new bills, I would say, was the Civil Rights Movement. Right. And um, the bill only made us assimilate with other people, in a sense. So right. it didn't create us to increase our revenue. It didn't create us to increase our... Uh, you know our, uh, you know our playing field of getting loans through banks for mortgages. You know we were basically red taped throughout the eighties, in a sense. You know uh, when it came to mortgages, you know we were targeted for certain uh, glass ceiling red tape. Mm-hmm. So, you know to get certain mortgages and certain certain um, benefits from the banks on a loan level. So right. to me, all of these movements are just to pacify the masses, to keep them quiet, you know, and um, almost like a, you, you're restarting all over again. Restarting. Man, you sound I'm just like Al Robert. Yeah, I mean, it's like saying whipping you, get back on that plantation, shut your mouth. Basically. You know? and, wow. And, um, you know, here's some pennies. Here's some food. Here's some slop. Here's some hog mog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then we can say, you're so awesome. And that's how we act. I mean, it's just terrible. Wow. I, I, let me just add, well, before I say anything, Alex, what what are your thoughts on what I, what I just uh, shared with you guys? What are your thoughts? Yeah, Shalom. Uh, you know what? I was definitely listening to you guys, but I was in the process of cutting here. Also, uh, you guys were talking about the uh, the drastic events that been happening around the world. We were like with the police oh, officers. Yes, sir. We were talking about that, but what I was just mentioning to uh, the mind was how diplomatic uh, uh, officer Robert he. Um, posted an article talking about Blue Lives Matter and how they okay. passed a bill. Blue Lives Matter. Remember, because I, I was saying that Blue Lives Matter, I, I just found it was an organization. I just thought it was just a hashtag, but it's an organization. They passed yeah. a bill that stated that killing a police could be considered as a hate crime. But that wasn't the, 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 the point I was trying to make was not the fact that they were they passed a bill that stated that killing a police officer could be considered a hate crime. I was more, I was more focused on the fact that they even passed a bill. They're fairly new, obviously, because nobody knew about Blue Lives Matter. I didn't, I never heard of I Blue mean, Lives Matter. I never heard today. about that. I mean, that was, I mean, this is the first like day that I ever heard anything about Blue Lives Matter. I heard about Black Lives Matter and everything, but I mean. That's kind of crazy, man, for them to either, you know, pass a bill like that, you know. I mean, wait, wait a minute. Hold on, brother. You need Shalom, to catch I'm... it. Yes, sir. Uh, Eric? Oh, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't mean to cut y'all. But I heard, I heard of this Blue Lives Matter at least uh, uh, 
month and a half ago to two months. Okay, so this is fairly new. You just said a month ago. I just heard of no. it today. Oh, before I, before I come to you, uh, Eric, let me finish up with uh, uh, Alex because I want him to see something here. Our Alex. Yes. Not so much as they passed a bill ruling that uh, uh, killing officers can be uh, uh, can be considered a hate crime. The fact that they was in a month, obviously, because obviously they've just been around for a month. Within a month's time, they got a bill passed. Black Lives Matter has been out since, what, 2013, 2014? Yes. yes. And they've been marching every freaking, almost every month, and they ain't got a bill passed yet? <laughs> yeah, I just saying. Yes. Probably because of the name of black. And then, and then I also heard that, you know, being in Chicago, we was just talking about that with the Black Lives Matter. They were saying that some white people is, like, behind it. It's like, like not even anyone that's oh, black. so you don't know. Yeah, He's, yeah. Is anybody familiar with George Soros? Well, uh, Gavin, are you familiar with George Soros? Come on, uh, Gavin, you were giving me life, man. Where were you at? Uh, Gavin, are you familiar with George Soros? Okay, I'll just make it quick. George Soros, if anybody's not familiar with him, please look him up. He is the, fun, he's the funder of Blue Lives Matter. He funds their political, political activism. You would think with all the money that this man is funneling behind Black Lives Matter that he would have at least gave them a pamphlet on how to write out a petition. These, our brothers and sisters are making a mockery of themselves. How do you go this long, three years, maybe four, haven't written a bill, haven't even gotten a bill passed, but you shout, you march, you, you hold up traffic, stop in commerce, you understand what I'm saying? Blue Lives Matter obviously only been around for a month, got a bill passed. Our people are our people are are done. Y'all hear me? Our people are gone. There's just no way all these and then and all check this out now. Not only have they that they've grown, they have become international. Black Lives Matter has become an international movement. Nobody has made a petition yet for Black Lives Matter. Now, this will be a big deal. This is a big deal, and I'm going to make the I'm going to make this significance here. It would be totally different if they were doing what we were doing as far as talking about self-government and were actually trying to pull away from the government, okay? But that's not what they're doing. They want to live within the government, but they want equity. Okay, the problem comes is that you expect equity from an unjust and broken system. But in all actuality, the system is not broken. Their system is not broken. Their system has functioned the way that it has always functioned. It has functioned according to the constitutionality of their ancestors. They have stated that everything that they do in this government is for the posterity. 
so that they're for the welfare and posterity of their or for the welfare of their posterity. They're doing this to ensure their longevity as a quote unquote nation of tribes. Just like the tribes of Israel, they have the right to do it as well. But here is the issue. Our people aside from wanting to integrate, because they, they obviously haven't figured it out that integration is the problem. They have not passed the bill. Like, if you're going to continue to want to integrate with these people, at least make them see that you are competent enough to handle yourself uh, while inside of this matrix. All this shouting and marching and singing and, and all this other stuff, that stuff is getting old and played out fast. Blue Lives Matter wrote a bill probably not even within a month. It ain't no way that Black Lives Matter can't see what the hell they're doing is pointless. Oh, Eric, what you got, man? Okay, Eric. Salama. Yeah, yeah, I was on Yes, sir. Uh, well, uh, they don't, they still haven't got it lawfully, and then at the same time, uh, they just pushing the, the color of law. You know, they saying blue lives matter. And, you know, <laughs> and I didn't think about that. <laughs> and, 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 and in reality, blue is an adjective, just like they use an adjective of law to do their judging and everything else. So they are, uh, you know, and, it, and it's sad because we ain't adjective, we noun. So right. They can't, uh, they can't see past that. And now, well, since they made the blue line matter, they I think they also gave them the uh, opportunity to shoot at shoot at will or. Something like that. It was, it was hey, something like that. They you, gave know, them the, you know, the opportunity to uh, fire, open fire, you know, just, you know, and, and they've been doing it. So with that, I yield. You know what, brother? I wouldn't put it past them if they did legalize the right for them to do it. Shalom, you know what? Sister Nisha, I'm going to come to you in just a minute because I'm going to ask you a question. Hold on for just a second. Uh, addressing our area, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them if the uh, if Congress legalized the right for them to do it. You know why? They passed a bill. They got a bill passed. They probably put it in the bill. So yeah, they got the right to do it now. Nisha, what we're dealing with? There's a discussion I put on the table. Um, so uh, this came by way of Ock Robert. Uh, uh, Diplomatic Officer Robert, where he posted an article. Now, please tell me what you think about this. So, well, first of all, have you heard of Blue Lives Matter? Of what? Blue Lives Matter. Yes. How long have, How long have, are you familiar with them? At least a year. A year? Yeah. I, sister, I just heard of Blue Lives Matter today. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've heard about but I haven't been following it. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Did you know that they were an organization? <laughs> well, um, no, but I kind of figured they were probably going along because these are the police, right? Right. Yeah. Right, so you were thinking the same thing I thought. I just thought it was another hashtag, you know, to counter a counterattack the whole Black Lives Matter, right? Remember? Okay, mm-hmm. apparently they are an organization. But check this out. That's not even the gist. The gist was that 
Blue Lives Matter filed a bill stating that it is, listen, listen very carefully what I say. They filed a bill that stated that it would be considered a hate crime to kill police. But I hope that you caught what I just said. What was so significant about what I just said? They filed a bill? They filed a bill. What is so odd about that whole scenario? Blue Lives Matter now, they filed a bill. Think about it now. That's, like, absurd. What's even, sister, what's even more absurd is that Blue Lives Matter filed a bill. Black Lives Matter has been out probably since 2014 and they filed a bill again. <laughs> you know, and that's why we get laughed out of yes. time. Yo, when up, when up, Robert brought that uh, article to, because we, I, I like to analyze articles, okay? And sometimes I don't post them, but I analyze the hell out of it. But when he brought that to my attention, I got fired up because I'm like, wait a minute now, wait a minute, wait a minute. You meant to tell me Black Lives Matter has gotten international recognition from all over the world, and y'all ain't filed a pip. Y'all ain't even filed so much as a written petition yet? Nothing. Nothing. I I haven't even seen an online petition yet. How many of y'all on this line have seen an online petition from Black Lives Matter? And if you do, please show me. I haven't seen it. Facebook is the largest social network in the world, and I haven't seen one float across my timeline yet. Black Lives Matter ain't even filed a bill yet, and y'all got international followers. Blue Lives Matter According to Art Eric and Auntie Anisha, Art Eric said he was only familiar with them for a month. Auntie Anisha said they've been in yeah. relevance for I'm a kidding. year. A year? Black Lives Matter been around since, what, 2014, and they ain't got a bill yet? What? Something's wrong with this picture. What is the, somebody better go tell these black folks they better wake the hell up. They don't want to wake up. They want to continue to do the same, you know, whine like little children. They want, you know. That's exactly what they're acting like, little children. Little children. You meant to tell me with all those heads, all those political activists, all those celebrity, so-called conscious celebrities, all those uh, so-called conscious singers and rappers, dancers and actors, and all of these high-power officials who get out there and rally, y'all meant to tell me ain't nobody came up with a damn mega bill yet? Not even a mega bill? Not even an omnis bill? Hey, and you wouldn't ask them what, what you want? Didn't Hillary Clinton ask them that? <laughs> I have to laugh, man, because Al Gavin said when he was on, I'm not sure if he's still on yet, I mean, if he's gotten back on yet, but he said it's like going back in time. It's like go, it's like watching how people go right back in time. And he stated that the only effective uh, social movement that seemed to have made change at the time was uh, the civil rights movement. 
the people who were, you know, lobbying behind that, they actually got a bill passed. It is 2016. Younger generation, they're supposed to be the most conscious people because they think they know everything, Generation X or Generation Y or whatever they call themselves. Generation Law. Obviously. Haven't filed a bill yet. I probably can point out maybe a handful of political science majors. Most of those activists go to college. You mean to tell me nobody came up with the idea to pass a bill yet? Blue Lives Matter did it, and guess what they did? They ruled, they got them to rule, and allegedly, I'm just going to say allegedly because I don't know if this is for sure as of yet, but what I did see was if Blue Lives Matter can write a bill in a petition, what the hell is niggas doing, man? I don't know. It don't take it. What do you that came out of the Million Man March? Say that one more time, Ozzy. Were, were there any bills or petitions that came out of the Million Man March? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a nation of Islam, nation of, were there any bills or petitions that came out of that? Not heard, it's 2016, I haven't heard one since. Okay. Millions of people showed up, no bill passed. Have there been any bills or petitions that came out of the Mortar Science Temple? Not one bit. But you know what? Here's the issue with that whole situation. Well, here here would be the issue with the whole Morris science thing. I don't think it would be a good idea for the Morris science to, I guess you can say, try to project the bill into Congress only because a court there recognizes, quote, unquote, sovereign. Or I guess you could say kind of like set apart. They got different jurisdiction. So they have to kind of, like, fund their own cause. But they still, well, they get, how should I say this? I don't know what their whole uh, status is concerning. I, I guess they're tax exempt, and I don't know how that relates to the United States and what means they've done to, you know, get the United States to recognize, recognize them as a tax exempt status. But I'm pretty sure that they got, you know, tax exempt status uh, through the IRS. I mean, that if you're going to incorporate, yeah, you have to. I don't know if they incorporated or not, but I will say this. It wouldn't be smart for them to do it only because they have been perceived to be a self-governance or an autonomy or not uh, a government of autonomy. So I don't know exactly how that would work. I mean, if you're talking about interest groups or grassroots campaigns or non-governmental organizations like uh, Black Lives Matter, then I would think that if you – and the reason why I say that is because they're still looking to integrate. So I figure if you're still going to integrate in these people's uh, political structure, why not pass a bill just so that you can live comfortably? I mean, everybody else is doing it. You haven't even done that yet. It's like – and check this out, RT Nisha, and you tell me what you think about this. So everybody, some of us to some degree are familiar with the word protest. But what do we really know about protesting in terms of what it actually means? Because 
Now, they, in the Constitution, they tell you that you have the right to protest, you have the right to assembly. But you know what's so funny about that? If people paid attention to what these people are actually saying in the Constitution, these people are telling them that they had the right to do uh, uh, procedural transactions or I guess you can say qualified written requests and all that other different stuff. They have the right to do those things. They have the right to come together for a political assembly. They have the right to govern themselves. They're telling them this. Right. Somebody please go and knock down these damn nigger heads and please tell them that they don't have to go out there and lie in the middle of the street making a fucking mockery of themselves. I hate to say it that way. Yeah. My French, but my gosh. Yeah. Please somebody give them a, a a small constitution book to please and tell them to read this stuff, man. They making the they making a mockery out of themselves. There, I, 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 I'm it's just sad. Wow. Wow. I thought, I thought about that job one day. I was just like, you know what, man? Please, somehow, somebody within the the Black Lives Matter crowd. Somebody within that crowd, go look up the word protest. Read what it says. Read the whole definition. Go back to the drawing board and try a new strategy because that whole going march, uh, picketing, marching, and yelling and screaming, that is for young children. That is what young children do when they don't get their way. You are grown adults. You are up here begging this government to give you you cannot beg your oppressor to give you anything that you don't own. And they can't can even, like, you know, they're not even begging them to give them anything properly. Right. Oh, right. Again, not understanding protocol. That's where the bill would have came in. The petition would have came in and, and satisfied that. If that was what they wanted to do, but my gosh, you would think it was like pulling teeth. You would think like this. You would think, for some odd reason, that this is a, only a miracle that this could happen. Let me, from what I've been able to observe about this political uh, structure, is that people have been filing bills since this government has been set up. Why our brothers and sisters haven't picked up on this yet? I have not begun to understand. And most of these people are political activists, which is the the irony in that. Right. What is and the it's... irony in that? <laughs> well, at least some of them call themselves political activists, because I was thinking if you're going to be a political activist, you read up on politics or you read up on political science. <laughs> but, man. I'll ask you, Anisha, what are your thoughts? What you got, man? Because I'm just, bumping I, over here. I am, um, I'm, I'm disgusted and I'm deeply saddened by the state of mind consciousness of our people. Like, I mean, Martin Luther King came and they didn't, I mean, Jesse Jackson was up under him. Sharpton was around him. There were so many people that saw the, how he moved, the way he moved, and what he did to get a bill passed. So it's, to me, it's like, you know, 
I mean, even the nation of Islam was watching from a distance to see how he moved, what he did, and how he got the bill passed. So it's almost like the people that are supposed to be in camaraderie with the general population of Negroes are actually in cahoots with the infrastructure to keep them in the position that they're in for a little bit of fame, notoriety, and comfort of life. Mm-hmm. And that is really sad because Al Sharpton could have wrote a bill. Cornell West could have wrote a bill. Tavis, um, is Tavis Smiley, is that that guy? He could have wrote a bill. So what what we're seeing is we're seeing people gathering, marching without permits, without permission, blocking major throughways without permission, disrupting travel, disrupting commerce without permission, thinking that they're protesting in the proper manner, but they're not. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And so when the cops come and they use force to move them and they come and they use force and arrest them, it's like you can't even be mad at them for doing that right. because they are being unruly savages. And they, they think they're being righteous. And all, and this, that's what's sad. They, they have their heart is in the right place, but they're taking the wrong measures. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you speak out and you tell them this, then you're a coon or you're a sambo or you're a sellout <laughs> or you're a cowboy. Oh boy. All you're trying to do is love your brothers and sisters and uplift them and get them on the level that they need to be so that they can operate effectively. Right. If I went on Facebook and right, right now and said what we're discussing right now, do you know how many people would be cursing me out on my own phone? You need to tell me. You already know I know. You already know I know. I see it every day. It's like it's like watching it's like trying to be friends with a rabbit dog. They're like, hey, exactly. doggy, please don't bite me. That dog ready to let loose on your behind because they know they don't they can't reason with what you're saying. They don't understand reason. I, of course I wrote something similar to that earlier, I won't necessarily say, but I will say that I think what it comes down to is our people lack uh, they they our people lack the will for understanding. When I say they lack the will for understanding, they it's not in them to try to understand anything. It's like they've gotten to a point to where they don't listen to anything. They only see objectives or meaningless objectives at that because half of them go out there with no objectives. Right. It's, it's like I'm going out here because uh, I got a son or I got a you know what I'm saying? Uh, marching. I'm just doing it because someone else is doing it. 
But let me just say this, because you may mention that uh, we had, you know, we have certain people like uh, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton, and we have Cornell West and some other, you know, uh, political um, or I guess you can say um, political activists, so to speak, who can um, who can uh, that should know better, uh, uh, who who should get out there and that should know better and be a little bit more proactive in terms of writing bills. But could it be, because I'm not sure on the backgrounds of some of these people, but let me just say this. I would, okay, let me, I'm just going to throw this out here, and maybe I'll get some feedback on this in terms of the right uh, answer. But what if, just hypothetically speaking, uh, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Cornell West are affiliated with a fraternity? Um. And I don't know if anybody's uh, uh, familiar with the uh, UCC laws dealing with um, what they call uh, uh, fraternal orders or social clubs, so to speak. Um, but if you look at those codes, they tell you that if you are an active member in those particular uh, uh, fraternities or social clubs, you cannot be, uh, you cannot uh, actively participate in politics. Now, I guess you say protesting and stuff like that, I guess that's something totally different because, I mean, you have no, I mean, you don't necessarily have a, uh, 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 it doesn't necessarily carry on into the political agenda, so to speak. I, I don't know how much it would carry on to the political agenda, but I will say that at some point in time, if you're dealing with um, any fraternities, you cannot be uh, 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 proactive in in politics like that. So I think mm-hmm. that that would hinder them if, just if, they are associated with a fraternal order. Now, I'm pretty sure a lot of these, you know, doctors and reverends are a part of a fraternal order. So they know their limits. That's why they can only say but so much. Some of them try to act as mediators and quarrels, but that's as far as they can possibly go so that they don't, you know, get in trouble. That I can understand because that just that's basically following the law. But what they should do is they should educate people on that. They should educate their people on their, their, their particular stance and tell the people this is how far I can go, but I can show you how to do the work that I can't do just so that we as a community can come together and get out of this hellhole. But because they're collecting check to check from doing all of these speeches and patting the back people on the back and saying, okay, now you guys are you, you, just having a tantrum. You're having a, you're having a bad nightmare. Just go drink you some water and go back to sleep. It's like, come on, man. You got to be more. If you can't do more, show the people how to do it for you so that they can get it done. Because, honestly, after I saw that article, I was just like, is there any hope for Black Lives Matter? No. <laughs> like, seriously, is there any hope for Black Lives Matter? I mean, something's got to give because you have a bunch of our brothers and sisters who are going out there thinking I'm protesting, but then they're getting caught up in the crossfire between the government and the police. It's like... Y'all don't realize, it's like y'all trying to bang on this beast. 
Oh, okay. That's Emma Yaru. Okay, Emma. Um, okay. Um, what was I saying? They've been trying to bang on the bees, but you don't even know. You don't even know what you're doing. All you're doing is making it. You're making it plausible for the the bees to come after you, because if anybody's not been familiar with the current uh, updates on Black Lives Matter. They are being considered as terrorist groups yeah. in, in, in overseas. Rus, uh, uh, Russian President uh, uh, Vladimir Putin has considered them a terrorist group and has uh, uh, had talks where he's trying to get with the United States uh, lead officials and to open it up an investigation on these people. But you know what's even more funny? Please check this out, and this is the feedback I want from it. I don't see why they can't get a. Oh, okay, well, if anybody's familiar with politics, of course you know that in order for you to pass a bill, one of the things is that you got to be able to sustain it. Means it's got to be funded. I can't see how they can't get funding when George Soros is the one who's pushing the Black Lives Matter agenda. He's funding the campaign. There's no way you can't get a bill. He's putting so money out he, there for y'all. Why isn't he introducing a bill? Say that one more time. Why isn't he introducing a bill? Well, you you know what, uh, Auntie, that's a really good question. But that's a really good question that I can't personally answer because I don't know. Honestly, I don't really know outside of his philanthropy what he actually does with Black Lives Matter. Outside of philanthropy, I don't know what he does. I don't even know what his role is. I don't know if he's the acting uh, chairperson or what he is. All I know is that George Soros has been funding Black Lives Matter for a long time. But you would think with the money that he's been using to fund it, you would think they'd take that money and at least pass a bill or something, something on the table that would at least get their needs met. This is 2016. You got a bunch of clerks at the White House. They pass bills all the time for corrupt companies and corporations. I don't see what it would hurt for Black Lives Matter to get right. the bill passed. Because to me, when you look at uh, understanding, just understanding the little bit that I'm learning and what you gentlemen have taught me as far as black in status right. and what it means, that's like saying... Debtors' lives matter, or slaves' lives matter. So in essence, black lives matter is like a union. So they need to conduct themselves as such. (laughs) If debtors' lives matter, if slaves' lives matter, well, what do you slaves want? Fair and equal pay. We want to not be, you know, profiled. Uh, on the street, we want um, some land of our own, which I doubt they get, because your property. Right. So how are they going to give property to property? I mean, they can do it. They can they can lease it to them. I mean, I'm pretty sure they can lease but it to them. that's not owning. That's not owning it. Well, you got a point there. But you know what, at the end of the day, I think, well, dang, you, technically you're right because they still have to pay taxes on the land. <laughs> but um, 
You're right. I mean, I, I I can't argue with that. They still have to, even after they bought the land off or they paid the land off, they still have to pay taxes on the land. Um, uh, hold that thought out to Anisha. I wanted to see if Ima Yaw Roof had uh, anything she wanted to share because I, I saw where she was online listening. Uh, uh, yes, I'm, I'm on, but uh, I'm on another call. I'll, I'll, I'll interject in a minute, okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, going forward, um, anybody else have anything to say about this particular uh, situation? Because what we are witnessing at this particular time, where you have these interest groups, um, or I would say you have an interest group like Black Lives Matter. We have an interest group like Black Lives Matter who has made uh, progress in terms of getting more followers, but they they come to a standstill when you look at what it is that they actually accomplish in terms of political agenda because they got nothing done in terms of getting their voice heard. And they've been marching for years. Shalom. So does any yes sir. Shalom, I'm going on record out there. Uh, yes, sir. I was I was just thinking when you were saying that they, they got they got one thing accomplished that, that they can use for their benefit if they can uh pull it off. They got unity, they got power in numbers. And if they can and if they can pull it off, you know they can uh, make progress, but they haven't stepped to it lawfully, then, you know, it's just like uh, defeating the purpose of even going out there. You know, it's just like the same thing been going on for history repeated. So we march, but we don't never get progress because we don't never handle our business as far as on the lawful side. But in that, they they pushing the agenda where it's going to be us against them, and them is the government system, you know, and they don't care who who in the midst of it, you know, they just want to go back to depopulating the uh, earth or downsizing it. So, you know, global control with that you. Right. I just call it getting rid of the waste product. I mean, what does the body do to function uh, after, you know, eating so much, uh, eating so, uh, consuming so much, they have to get rid of the waste. Because they have too much of it, so the body's going to do what it naturally does. It's going to, it's going to excrement that you know, find a way to excrement that uh, that waste material. If anybody is, hasn't caught on yet, chattel coffee is nothing but waste material. It's useful waste waste material, but it's waste material. And what did you say was waste material? Chattel property. Oh yeah. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, there's a maxim in the Black Law Dictionary that says that chattel is actually considered pretty much, uh, in terms of property, is considered next to nothing. It should be considered next to nothing. Chattel. Shalom, Shalom Nation. I just I have fell off the line for like forty minutes. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm back. Mm-hmm. No uh, man, we would we were in all kinds of discussion. Let me ask you another question, Ark. Uh, um, I would have mentioned something about uh, um, uh, Jesse. Je- well, actually, uh, Anisha brought up the fact that you have uh, Cornell West, 
Jesse Jackson, uh, Al Sharpton, and, you know, some other uh, high-profile political activists. Louis Farrakhan, who, you know, frequent these political movements so every so often. Um, and she was saying, why they, uh, uh, why don't they write a bill? And I came up with the notion that maybe, just maybe, hypothetically speaking, that some of these folks are involved in fraternal orders. And I think that some of these fraternities, uh, I think according to the UCC, are not allowed to be proactive um, in any type of political agenda. Or as far as protesting, I think they may have the right to do that. But as far as, like, uh, influencing any kind of political bills or anything like that, I think they have the right to do that uh, under the UCC law. But that's just something I read. Maybe, and that's just hypothetically speaking, if they are a part of a, a fraternal order. But what are your thoughts on that? Boy, you open up a can of worms because, yeah, I, I think that goes back to, you remember that, that, that uh, question I had about what's a bar, B-A-R? Yeah, I remember that. That was some months ago, brother. Right. Can I go back and read it back to you again? I, hey, the floor is yours, brother. <laughs> All right, let me let me get my iPad because I never really took it off my iPad. I got I got that. Let me try to open up that because I you know what I took the liberty of writing down what you were uh, saying. Remember you had read out what the word uh-huh. bar actually meant. Yes, sir. I shared that with a couple of those people in my class because I was like blown away. Oh man, I hope <laughs> I still got it. I don't think I. Oh, send my other notebook. I'm gonna write it in this one too. When you get ready to read it, let me know when you are uh, getting ready to read it, brother. Okay, uh, I'm just I'm just wanting I want to go back to that because every time I read it, I, it, it 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 just jumps at me more and more. And, and, and you know what you just said. I, I can see what you're saying is very true mm-hmm. because all these movements had a had a leader that was in some sort sort of order. They were in some sort of you know Knights of Templar or Knights of Columbus or you know and they and they call them Black Boulets, but there's no real Black there's no order called the Black Boulet. You know what I mean? Right. But they they were a part of. You know, Jesse Jackson was a part of a, um, I don't know what order he's a part of, but he's some he's a part of some order. Um, Martin Luther King, he was a, I forgot, I don't know what order he was. And in, 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 I think he was a fraternity in his in his college. I don't know what right. fraternity it is, but a lot of these fraternity groups of men, you know, maybe have some sworn secrecy that they can't become, like you said, they can't become certain type of political leaders to make certain movements like coming together and making a certain um a certain bills to be passed i think that's in the ucc law brother they couldn't that's that, that's ucc law that they cannot be proactive in political uh right agendas. okay well, I'm learning from you right now cuz I, I don't i didn't i have never read the ucc i only hear you about heard? ucc but I never really read the whole thing. But yeah, it makes sense, those, is what I'm saying. Yeah, going to those 501s, uh, 501Cs, um, dealing with social clubs or fraternal orders, 
They okay. should not be participating in political, uh, uh, I guess, political agendas. The organizations but, cannot. So okay, okay, okay. But, well, but, then, you got then, the article. I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. I didn't want to cut you off. I, 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 no, that's okay. I, we could go back to that article, but I, I wanted to read a part of what I read before because now you okay. answered. You 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 made you confirmed by what you just said with what was being said in that article that I read, mm-hmm. that, which was from libertyforlife.com. Libertyforlife.com. So, yeah, that, that's the website. And I don't know what page mm-hmm. you got to go to. If you go to liberty, yeah, libertyforlife.com forward slash L-A-W law forward slash black hyphen sheep hyphen of hyphen the what's the rest of this? I can't read it. Oh man. Right of the oh boy. Of the what else is it in? I gotta I gotta copy and paste it to read it because 'cause I'm on my iPad. And so Loma, while he while he doing that, uh Cedric. Yes. Uh, ain't all the uh, fraternities like uh, you know, that Alpha Omega and all that? Ain't those uh, like Greco-Roman symbols and 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 fraternities stuff like that? All those. Yeah, they're they're um they're um. You know what? Hold on for a minute. You're absolutely right. And a lot of and and if I'm not mistaken, I take that back. I take that back. If anybody, well, I can't. Let me just say this. When you guys get in your upper levels uh, courses, you're going to read about uh, the construction of the matrix, so to speak. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a five-part breakdown because we have new uh, brothers and sisters on the line who haven't learned that yet, so I don't want to just put that out there as of yet. Um, but let me say this. Whenever you guys get a chance, go into those 501c3s, uh, uh, areas dealing with, um, 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 I guess you can say, uh, tax-exempt organizations, um, mm. and look up social clubs and, I think, uh, fraternities. Now, mm. I, if I can remember, I saw something in there was saying that they cannot be uh, uh I guess you could say participating in politics or something of that notion. That is probably why they cannot, you know, be proactive in writing these bills. But I will say that uh, most of our public officials in Congress are a part of a fraternal order, which is weird on why they can't participate which kind of is odd that the UTC law would say that they can't be active in politics. I got to find that. I I definitely got to find it, make sure I'm saying this the right way, because then that opens up another can of worms. How is it that a lot of these people, and and all of us are familiar with Skull and Bones. I don't know who isn't familiar with Skull and Bones, but I know that most of our congressmen and some of our founding fathers were uh, 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 familiar with uh, or acquainted with Skull and Bones, uh, so uh, uh, secret society 
or social order, so to speak. But maybe that's a little bit different than a fraternal order. However, they both are some type of fraternal order. I just don't necessarily know how some got the right to be in uh, politics and the others aren't. Uh, uh, but I'm going to go back and look that stuff up just to confirm it because I don't want to just be talking out my butt. But I'm go, go ahead, Ox. Um, yeah, to that website, I wanted to say the whole thing proper, and I, I, I copied it and pasted it. Yes, sir. So I could uh, read it all out. So, so it's www. dot sorry libertyforlife.com forward slash law forward slash black b l a k hyphen sheep s h e e p hyphen of o f Hyphen the C H E hyphen bar B A R dot H T M L. If you guys straight to that, whoever's I guess at a computer now, you could go into what I'm about to read off. So okay. we were talk we were talking about he said uh anyone being in a fraternal order or some type of social club, I guess, or social organized group. Yes. Can I hold office, he said? Uh, participate in any type of political uh political political agenda, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. 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 So remember when we were when we were I was talking on it and I read it that page and it was saying something about you know the British accreditation registry. Yes. You know, so that's what BAR stands for, B A R, the British accreditation registry. And so I'm a, I'm gonna read it over again so we could I could all you know everybody could be enlightened. Here. So. Uh, it says this is uh, the the British accreditation registry is what BAR stands for. Um, they are an association headquartered out out of the city of London in a district that is not part of the United Kingdom. <laughs> the bar, <laughs> it's in London, but it's, it's in a district outside of the U, the UK that is not part of the UK. So that's like saying. If we go to we go to Rome, the city, but I'm a part of the Papas, the the Papal Bull, right? The Papal Bull, which is a part of being uh, the Vatican City, right? Which is uh, yeah. in Rome. Or, or, or let me think about it this way, just so I can process what you're saying. Would that be the same thing as saying that the United States? I mean, because the United States is considered as a private, uh, they're a private agency as well. They're in the United States, but they're not part of. Uh, well, they're in America, but they're not part of America. They're a private institution. Was that kind of the same thing, or what you're trying to say? <laughs> the way I get it is similar to what exactly what you just said. Okay. But I just even more in a way. Even, I, even, okay. even more. Spe- I'm sorry. No, no, you go, brother. Even more specific, I think, is meaning like the Vatican City, which we all heard about the Vatican City. Mm-hmm. It is in Rome, which is the which is the capital of Italy. Right. So the British accreditation, you know, the the bar is an association that's they're saying it's just, it's headquartered in the city of London, and everyone here knows London is the capital city of England. Right. Right. And they're mm-hmm. saying it's it, it's in London in a district, a district part of London. 
that is not even part of the UK. <laughs> but is yeah, that what I'm trying to the United States government part of America. I yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get yeah, it. I right. So my whole point is that if you're looking at this associated group that's up on, under the bar, mm-hmm. they're not even affiliated with the, the city. They're in a district that's not even a part of the UK. So they can do anything in that. I get where you're going at with this, brother. Keep reading. I, 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 I see of, where of, you're trying to. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Because the Vatican yeah. City, the Vatican City has been bestowing political control and spiritual control all over the world. Uh Uh-huh. But when you're in the Vatican City, it's not even a part of Rome. It's its own district. True. True. It's almost like like diplomatic immunity. The minute you step over that line in the district, oh, you can't touch me. You can't arrest me. I'm in the district of the Vatican City. I'm not in Rome anymore. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what, brother? I didn't. That didn't even come into mind, but now, <laughs> now it's starting to make sense with where you were going at with what we were just talking about earlier. I you see what I'm I follow like, you what like, you're saying. Just like embassies. If you're in an yeah. embassy in another country, you could you could shoot somebody in town and then run all the way to the embassy building. And if it's a U.S. embassy, they can't arrest you. Those civilians, those cops on the other side can't really arrest you. Right. Man. That is insane. I didn't think about that. That's the same way of crossing the border of Mexico, you know, or something of that mm-hmm. nature. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Brother Cedric, uh, and Minister Cedric, it's the, the jurist. But I wanted to go back a minute, uh, Brother Gavin and, and uh, yes. Cedric. Um, on that, you know, you posed the question about Al Shopton uh, in the 501c3, are you guys aware that they can lobby? Are you guys aware of that? That they can? Yes, it's not against. They can They can lobby. As a matter of fact, there's two types of lobbies, direct lobbying and, and grassroots lobbying. And, you know, they, hmm. they can lobby. The 501c3 organizations can and, and what they cannot do. But because of, you know, the clarity, many people don't understand, these organizations can lobby. And by the deduction, um, I say that they don't want to because of the financial benefits, you know, but they can right. lobby. And there's two types. One is direct lobbying, and it's defined as a communication with a legislator, you know. And, you know, okay. they, mm-hmm, they can go okay. and express themselves to the branch of the government. And the other one is grassroots, where they go out and get organizations or people or the public to contact the legislator. So they can make a difference, but it's not going to happen because they are beneficially, uh, you know, paid not to. I you got you. I, I uh-huh. get exactly what you're saying. Because uh-huh. I was sitting uh-huh. here because when I saw it in the U, it, it, well, how I even came across it years ago, um, when I first got in Tribes, we were, uh, when I first learned about UCC, I'd never heard of it prior to Tribes. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a brother who used to, when I, used, when I first found out about tribes, I used to was like, yo, like, y'all need to jump on this stuff. Like, this stuff is really uh, interesting to uh, hear about. You got somebody telling you about the law and stuff like that. We had a lot of brothers at our job who went to the school that I go to, uh, the university I go to, uh, who were um, Kappa Alpha Kappa. And um, they, or I think it's Kappa's or Alpha, I think you're Kappa's. I think the Crimson and, uh, Crimson and, uh, 
gold or no crimson and white. I think that's what they were, uh, or red and uh, white. I think that's what capitals are. Whatever. They were uh, at my workplace, and we used to always kind of get in little small debates about this stuff uh, about the organization. So one day I looked up fraternal orders when I was looking up 501Cs, uh, or 501Cs rather, and I ran across it, and I'm saying to myself, well, wait a minute. They can't participate in uh, politics like that and, and don't think that it's just fraternal orders or fraternities or social clubs that can't, um, that can't participate. There are a lot of different types of entities that cannot participate in uh government order. Most of us know, most of us don't. I don't know who doesn't, but I will say that when I ran across that, I immediately thought about what R.T. Anisha was saying, why Cornell West and uh, um, uh, uh, Al Sharpton and, and Jesse and Jackson. Farrakhan. Yeah, Farrakhan. And why these people don't get and write out a bill, so to speak, because of the simple fact that it would help the cause of Black Lives Matter. It seriously would. But aside from that, as far as indirect and um uh what were you what else was it off the um Ima uh Ima Yaruf? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I mean just by I have got a PDF here that says that, you know, these five oh one C people, you know, uh, it, even us. We we just got a call we gotta send an email, phone call or letter or something. Anything, for example, if you uh, you call your senator to say that you'd like her to increase the amount of funding in a new appropriation bill, and that's another thing, you know, we need to focus on is appropriation because that means that's where the funding goes. That's where the money's at. That's what you follow. You know, right. and you can send a a letter or email saying, Hey, look, I want to uh, increase the amount of the funding and appropriation bill for the 21st century, you know, learning center. Or you could write an email to your representative urging him to, you know, support a change in the funds that are accessible to the after school. See, the point about it is before all this crap was put in place, we, the people, we were in control. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it started in the counties before it did the cities and the metropolitan areas. We, the people. So we, the people, we're just sitting back and hollering about, let's go out and protest and, and, and don't have no uh, leaders or don't contact our leaders and make them held responsible. Because, see, at the end of the day, it makes sense. They are doing their job. It don't appear. Right. There's that word. It appears they're not. Right. But they're following the rules of the land. They're following. Yep. They have to. They either follow yep. the maritime or the land. And they're following the rules. That's why they're so productive. Now, if you don't, if we don't, as people, get together and ask our, our congressmen or our, our legislators or our churches and stuff, let's put this forth. We know it's on paper. we got to deal with them and battle with them with the pen. You know, but getting out of march and stuff, that's not going to work. So, see, but most people don't know that. Most people Man. don't know. And then if they do know, how many Negroes do you think are going to literally take an hour or two, 15 to an hour or two of their time to sit down and start writing and saying, hey, this is what I want or this is what I want? We can get results that way. We really can. Uh, they don't do it. So check this out. So I posed the question earlier, and I don't know if you heard it, but I'm just going to open it up again because I want your insight on it. So, uh, diplomatic officer Robert uh, put an article on uh, Facebook, and the article dealt with Blue Lives Matter passed a bill mm-hmm. to declare killing 
pulleys as a hate crime. But I hope you caught what I was saying, what was the overall big issue here. Number one. What is it, Blue Lives Matter? Yeah, Blue Lives Matter. Did you know they were an organization? No, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Well, Auntie Anisha said that they've been around for a year. Okay. Okay, but check this out. They passed a bill. (laughs) They passed a bill. Black Lives Matter been around since 2014. They passed a bill. But it goes back, brother, for us not going to the disappropriation to the legislator. They did that because they went through that process. You can ask for anything. Right. Follow the appropriation. You you go look up your appropriation in your city. You pull it up tonight, you guys, uh, in y'all city, and see what they're doing and what ordinary people, ordinary people are mm-hmm. asking you to do this and do that and do this. You know, and, and really, they're gunnions or, or slaves, and you have to tell them what to do. The same way with the courts. If you go before the judge, you're not getting. The, you're not there to ask the judge to. Uh, 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 opinion or not, you're asking that judge to move to do something, to motion yep. the courts to do That's something. Right. We can't yep. get that in our heads. If it's, if you want something, you ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seeking, you shall find. Knocking, it shall be open. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why that blue lights matter is there, and ours is not because we're not taking it to the appropriate, appropriate people to get it enacted. We can still do that. Eva, what's even more funny, and I just made this known because I know because you know a lot of people are not familiar with George Soros. Mm-hmm. What they what I had to kind of bring them up the power on is the mm-hmm. fact that George Soros is George Soros is funding the campaign. You mm-hmm. need to tell me, considering the fact that you know they say that well they usually ask the question, but how are the bills going to be funded? Because you, mm-hmm. you basically can't pass a bill without it being funded. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, hell, with all the money George Soros pouring into the campaign, you're bound to get a bill passed. You get exactly. money. He's exactly. funding. He's funding your. He's funding your platform. Working exactly. so hard. Right. Right. It is like almost kind of like a son. no brain. That's the key, because back in 2013, you know, I was brought to that. I was brought to that awareness, and I have used it for certain things. You know. Uh, mm-hmm when it comes to the court system, and I'm getting ready to do it again when it comes to these um, prisons and, you know, how they are doing the young young men out here. But, see, that's what, like us, right here on this line, even though we're um, uh, of the nation, you know, we still can go to these legislators, call, fax, phone, write to them, whatever, give them, say, look, this is what I want you to do. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, they got to look at it. That is, I, I'm telling you guys, what are we talking about? The system really is working. The only problem that we can't comprehend is besides going and doing what we need to do, ask for what we want to ask for. That's why it was in the scriptures like that. You know, it was it was for a reason. But the only reason why we're not it's not coming uh, full force with us is we don't comprehend that it's not about anything black, white, blue, green, money, and all that. It's about this debt. And as right. long as money is accounted for, you have to follow the money. They don't give a hill of beans as long as it's accounted for, right? Right. Yes, indeed. And that's what we got to get through our heads. The system is running smoothly. Yes, we got some corrupt people. They will be dealt with. But the system, if we get to take it over or we take it back over, it's going to continue in the same process. And they're going to be mad at us. You see what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You know, I, I appreciate the fact. I went yesterday, and of course, uh, Cedric, no, I did. I went yesterday and got my my new license, you know, and I was thinking, you know, once I get past a certain point, I'll be able to deal with this better. But there was, you know, the whole office was full of Caucasians, right? Yeah, and, no. you know, uh, just just comparison of the skin and everything, if I looked at it from a, uh, a physical standpoint of black and white, I would have got upset. But I, I actually sit there and appreciated the fact that they're continuing keeping this process rolling. And, these, right. you know, the people coming in there, I'm saying to myself, yeah, what they're doing, they're keeping a tab of everybody. If they didn't keep a tab of everybody, could you imagine what all be going on? That's so true. You know what I'm saying? That so we got true. the power. We still got the power. We got the power to go get a sheriff to do things. We got the power to do this. We got, But mostly, follow your appropriation bills. Look at the appropriation bills that people, ordinary people are calling in for them to put into place. Look at it. Hey, i give you a prime example. I was uh, sharing with Art Robert for like the last month and a half about in the book of Nehemiah, or I think it was Ezra. I think it was either Ezra or Nehemiah who, while well, he petitioned Artaxerxes or uh, Darius um, uh, to go back and rebuild the temple. I think Darius was the was it Cyrus the one who wrote out the decree in order for them to go back, um, and then one of them asked to go back um, and be set up as a governor. But here's something else that he did. Now, mind you, of course, they have to do this by bill, and some of them have to do this by request uh, or, quote, unquote, prayer of relief. Guess what they did? They not only uh, got the relief granted, but the the, uh, king at the time sent the sheriff, or what would be considered as a sheriff uh, at this particular time, was something else at that time sent the sheriff and a fairy to come and pick him up, carry him over, Jer- over to Je- across Jericho to make sure he get that safety. What I'm saying is what Ema just said, if yep. our people learn protocol, they can write out these bills and they can get But they don't the want to. No, it's not. It's not that they don't want to. We're not educated in what to do. How many? How many people, Negroes, you think know the um, the order of a government anyway? You know, when it was a school that wasn't interesting to them, along with geography and history. Most people, you know, are not in tune to it. It's not that they don't want to. It's that they don't know how. They're not aware of the structure. We're fortunate enough to learn that since we've been in the nation. You know, how things really operate. Thank thank the most high for Brother Priest. But most of us don't know none of that stuff. So if you don't know, you know, how are you going to do it? Where would you go? Where do you, how do you know how to do anything? Hell, most people don't even know how to go to court and represent themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's true, too. So when it's, it's more of an ignorance, you know. Right. You know what I mean? some, some, some people, what I'm finding is when, just in the discussions that I have via social media, Mm-hmm. And you try to engage with your people and mm-hmm. give them an alternate alternative of mm-hmm. how to approach it, they fight you with it. And yeah, because you know why? Because you're a nigga woman, you don't know nothing. They'll, they'll listen to a white man quicker than they will us. They rather march and they rather boycott or yeah. economic boycotts and stuff like that. 
mm-hmm. and they really want to just do what they want to do. Like, yeah. even if you go into these certain Hebrew groups via social media, they, they're kind of like, you know, oh, we'll mm-hmm. just follow mm-hmm. the laws of Moses in an idolatrous type of way, but yeah. we don't need anybody to oversee Anything yeah. we do, I'm right. the man and I'm the head, and I don't mm-hmm. need a contract to be married. I could just say that's my wife, and mm-hmm. like they just—they're really lawless. You yeah. know, like yeah. they want to be lawless, and they don't want to yeah. be kept tabs on. They yeah. don't want anybody to monitor them. And or, could you say? Could you say that's the, the those are the conscious ones that think they know it all? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Learn a little bit, learn a little bit, and, and then they, you know, they got it going on. You know, yeah, those type of people. You know, to me, they kind of remind you of the people out there in the wilderness. They're just lost, you know, because they got a mindset where they know it all. You know what I mean, sister? You know, that's what both priests saying. You get a little information, a little knowledge, and then you know it all. You know, <laughs> but just let's look at the ordinary people that are not really consciously awoke or starting to wake up. You know, if you embed in their minds that, hey, we could take this further with just using the pen and, and learning our government, learning how government operates, you know, mm-hmm. I think I think more people, particularly these young ones coming up, I think if that energy is, is catered that way instead of worrying about these so-called conscious ones that have been around, think they know it all, I think that we'll start seeing results, you know, because a lot of innovative minds are out here that are wanting the answers, wanting the truth. You know what I'm saying, sister? It's almost like this God, George Soros, and like, you know, it's almost like he's he's conducting an experiment mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. how awake we are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what it's almost like. Like, okay, I'm going to give them this funding mm-hmm. behind this, this cause, and let's right. see what they're going to do with it. Let's see how mm-hmm. awake they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's mm-hmm. kind of like sitting back and watching. Mm-hmm. 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 This stuff yeah. is sad, and, and praise y'all that we got this nation that is um, cognate of a lot of things, and we're learning more and more each day. But really, the government is working fine. It's working fine. You know right. what I'm saying? We just got to learn the rules and play the game. You know, if you respect the game, the game will respect you. You know? Um, I, I do want to... Uh, yes, I'm sure, brother. Oh, I want to ask you. Uh, you think you think Putin is uh, pushing that issue of uh, Black Lives Matter so he can stop, just so we can stop embarrassing ourselves? Because you know they know the truth. Who? With that, uh, Putin, Vladimir Putin. What about it? You think uh, the Russian president? He, he said uh, he may mention that he was trying to uh, push Black Lives Matter as a terrorist group. You think he's trying to uh, push that so we can stop? Because he know the truth. He know who he is. Yeah, I mean, every every daggone country daggone near is telling us to, damn it, get up off our ass and, and, and learn some stuff. You well, know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody's saying it. I mean, you know, no one's going to come and intervene until we get up off our behinds. Because I believe once we really collectively, as a group, wake up and start purchasing land and stuff, I believe we're going to have the support of everybody else in this world. I really do. But, but some things just got to be taken away from us in order for us to realize it, I guess. What do you think, Brother Cedric? Let me just say this, because it really does come back to both the arguments that I, that both you and 
talk to you, Misha, mate, in terms of our people not understanding the political mm-hmm. structure that we have mm-hmm. and our people not wanting to know the political yeah. structure oh. that mm-hmm. we have. Because mm-hmm. that, cause I'm going to be honest with you, like seriously, it, it at some point it's got to come down to a choice. We got so much mm-hmm. going on in terms mm-hmm. of technology. It's not, Books are everywhere. Uh, the information is anywhere. Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. you can review. You can review court cases for crying uh-huh. out loud. You're right. You can see "quote unquote" classified federal documentation yeah. now. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason why right. our people cannot go That's and right. learn how That's to right. write a petition. That's yeah, right. an online petition. But what makes it, it makes everything even more interesting is that you have. Um, you have our brothers and sisters who uh, may be affluent in political, uh, the political science field, who don't sit down and properly educate the ones who don't. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They get out there and they quote unquote march and march and march and march. And I'm thinking to myself, will you set your own people back? Because instead of you coming together, and teaching your people, well, here's what we could do that would be more effective instead of mm-hmm. marching. I know a way that we can we can uh, we can march and make it more effective, but we can also put it on paper what what we want and how to get it done, so that our marching won't be in vain. Mm-hmm. Because we talked about this yesterday in turn, like when we we're dealing with wills and testament. Mm-hmm. and your you know your constitution and your will and your testament being a reflection of your uh of your intellect, right. and, and people will understand what your thoughts were at that time with the yeah. same process. Yeah. Hold yeah. up for a second. You're right. You're right. You're right. And, and sister, yeah, you're right, too. There's a lot of lazy-ass people out here. <laughs> you know, because I get books. I go to the thrift store, and I get books, 10 cents, all kind of books. You know, remember one time we couldn't afford it? Now they're everywhere, yeah, yeah. along with the internet and everything else. So it, it's no excuse. I agree. I agree. They and I mean they fight you. They they fight you to do the thing to do the outreach on to Minister Cedric. Like there are leaders that were sitting that march with Jesse Jackson march with King mm-hmm. to get a bill passed. I why know. Is he, why is he writing up any? Bills. I'm fourteen. Louis Farrakhan was within a stone's throw of MLK. I think when they talk about Al Sharpton, get ready to go to jail. I don't know if that's true or not. Whoa, Al Sharpton. What? Yeah, I seen where they talking about Al Sharpton's get ready to go to jail. What? I don't know what he did. You know, I didn't even read it. You know, I know they took him off his show. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Mm-hmm. Brothers brothers and sisters, can I can I continue to read what I was reading earlier? Oh, yeah. Oh, go yeah. Ahead, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to wrap it up with, with, with these last two paragraphs. Yes, sir. And, this thing, and I hope you guys, you know, can respond to what you were saying earlier, Brother Cedric, and, and what Sister Anisha was saying, and, and even what Sister uh, Mother Ema was saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to make the point that... You know, you were saying earlier that um, mm-hmm. you can't be associated with mm-hmm. these organizations and be a, have a political position, I guess, or make a mm-hmm. political decision per se. Mm-hmm. Is that what is that how you put it, um, brother? Uh, yeah, that's how I was putting it, brother. 
Okay, so this 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 backs it up in that same article. It says, uh, okay, I'm gonna go down to this paragraph. The property, the the excuse me, the properly ratified Thirteenth Amendment, which is the last properly ratified Supreme of the land, reads, quote, if any citizen of the United States shall accept, claim, receive, or retain any title of nobility or honor or shall without the consent of Congress accept and retain any present pension, office, or emulent or of any kind, whatever, from any emperor, from any king, from any prince, or foreign power, such person shall cease to be a citizen of the United States and shall be incapable of holding any office of trust or profit under them or either of them. Okay. So so by joining the bar, which is a private club headquartered in London, Mm -hmm. and and in the accepting the title Esquire, quote-unquote, Bar lawyers lose citizenship and the right to hold any office in government. Right, because that's the title of nobility, right? Uh, holding a position in government or outside of government? Well, I mean, you made the reference that uh, anybody getting a grant, get, uh, that is granted the title of Esquire by the bar cannot receive um, citizenship within the United States because wouldn't Esquire be considered a title of nobility? Well, they're saying if anyone of nobility or any prince or or any emperor or foreign power, if you you retain any title of nobility, if you receive or retain any title of the nobility, they're saying that you... You you are denounced to be called a citizen of the United States of America. And right, if you're you part of the bar association as well, you can no longer be a citizen of the United States of America. Did it say right. that as well? So, in a sense, they're saying if you do hold a title of nobility from a foreign nation, like of a king or emperor or prince or any foreign power, mm-hmm. that you will cease to be a citizen of the United States of America. Got you. Or being capable of holding any office of trust or profit under under them or either of them. So they're saying, in other words, by joining a bar, which is a private club headquartered in London, and in accepting the title, the Esquire, mm-hmm. bar lawyers lose their citizenship and the right to hold any office in government. Right. So, I mean, that goes to you know saying um, what you were you know it 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 sounds very close to what you what you were trying to you know your point you were trying uh, to make. Right, it's talking about the uh, fraternal orders because are 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 you coming to the are we drawing the conclusions that these are foreign entities trying to interact in uh, United States uh political agenda? Is that what we're getting at? Not only, may, maybe, maybe, that's a good idea. That's, that's very, 
very uh that's a good insight. I think that's a very good insight to look at it, you know, that not only foreign entities but people who are of other nobilities of other nations or other Oh, you know, okay. So I I get where you're going at with that. Foreign powers. Right. So you know, all these presidents who are holding presidents here that are part of a summer association or some sort of, you know, fraternity, maybe these fraternities, I mean, as we know it today, they're here in America, but they started from somewhere else. Right. Okay. I think he said something about that, too, about fraternities starting, I think, Greece. Greece. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, think about it this way. It's almost it's this is really it's simple when you kind of think about it now that you spoke on it. It's no different than the the state. Well, I always I use this this analogy. It's, it's kind of like when you start up a business and the state kind of asks you whether or not you're going to incorporate, and they just ask me if you're going to incorporate. Well. And I mean, in, in the forefront, they're asking if you're going to incorporate, uh, especially if you are expecting any kind of contributions from the federal government or the state government. But in hindsight, that gives them jurisdiction over your entity. You see what I'm saying? When you incorporate, that gives them jurisdiction over your entity. So when they wrote that out, it was almost kind of just letting them know, unless you incorporate, you got to incorporate to do business here. You can't hold title of nobility elsewhere and then expect to do business here because that would make you a foreigner. You will not be recognized as a United States citizen. You are a foreign entity. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. That makes all the sense in the world. You can't expect to be a Roman and then kind of do business with Israelites if you're not under the Israelite jurisdiction. You have to get a license or what they would say a permission to do business here. You got to do business. You got to get permission to do business up in here. Is uh, I remember um, uh, Macy Gray was uh, no. She said you got to have a warrant to come up here. She, she was saying something. Macy Gray in that movie. She was um, uh, she was doing the two cops came in her house and she was saying uh, something about the cops was going to shoot her or something like that. I thought it was funny. Um, aside from that, I. I now it makes sense, but would we say that Cornell West and them, would we consider them to be under a different jurisdiction? Because technically, I mean, the United States, uh, uh, all of them kind of get, they, they, they all kind of fall, fall under the umbrella of the uh, the Roman Empire. All of them kind of fall under that umbrella. But, I mean, they kind of – I mean, you got to kind of understand what I'm saying, brother. Like, I don't think, you know, there's any type of uh, – I don't think the, the fraternal orders will be formed uh, enough to where these people can't do uh, any type of political activism. I don't think that will make them foreign. I think it's just a certain boundary. And it's – and maybe it's just written in the way that they do, um, the way that their uh, fraternal orders are set up. Um, but, again, when I read that um, in those codes, I, you know, I was like, man, so they can't, you know, quote, unquote, participate in political, uh, in, in political agenda. 
But Emilia Roos was, you know, she hit us with that uh, direct lobbying and uh, the other form of lobbying. So it's a way around everything. Um, but, yeah, that's, um, man, all I can say is our people need to wake up, and they need to wake up real fast. Because while they are here picketing and marching and yelling and 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 calling these people bad people for for quote unquote killing them, someone is in Congress right now writing a bill to consider these people terrorists. That speaks volumes. Um, anybody has anything else they want to um? Uh, add to that particular discussion, or do anyone uh, have any other um, topic that they want to discuss? The floor is open. Just state your name for one on the record. Uh, yes, brother. I wanted to say, you know, the um, title of nobility was the missing 13th Amendment that they ratified. You know that, right? Say that one more time, Nemo. Uh, the title of nobility was the missing Thirteenth Amendment. You know. Oh, they, so they are you saying that they took it out? They they came up with the, the when they ratified the Constitution or whatever. They took that out. That was the initial Thirteenth Amendment, and then they yes. took that out and put in another one. Yes, the one where you know uh, about the slaves. You know about you know the Thirteenth Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Get out yeah. of here. You never heard of the missing 13th Amendment? No, it's my first no, time hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. you know, I had uh, went over that stuff. Like I said, 2013 was a good year for a lot of information when I was dealing with Sister uh, uh, Dr. Shirley. And we went over the title of the missing 13th Amendment and the title of nobility. You, you guys need to look that up, you know. And it says, you know, if any citizen of the United States shall accept, claim, receive, or... Uh, retain any title of nobility or, or honor or shall without the consent of Congress accept and retain any present pension office. See, they're not supposed to be getting paid, okay? Right. And, uh, and, and they should be incapable of holding any office of trust or profit under them or either of them. And I remember us going over that 13th Amendment. It's kind of vaguely, but you need to go and uh, read up on the, the missing 13th Amendment. Wow, I gotta really get. I mean, I'm well. Of course, when you're in, when you're in college, there's only but so many different things that they're going to mm-hmm. actually teach you according to curriculum. But I never it's, even heard of missing thirty minutes a minute. Yeah, that you know, brother, uh, the one that uh, I read earlier on that libertyoflife.com. Yes, it's on that same page that I read earlier. That see, that's the same thing I was reading off. Uh-huh. You see it on that page. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. And that, and, and, and that, you know, like I said, I was very blessed to learn a lot of stuff back then, you know, and the most profound thing about it is everything that we were talking about back then, and even beyond before that, it, it's now the same topic. But listen, the title of Nobility Amendment, is, it's the abbreviation is T-O-N-A. Now, you know, we're T-O-A-N. <laughs> oh. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you yeah. know is man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That Constitution is they they you can honestly we have to kind of like sit back and kind of marvel at these 
quote unquote political criminals. They are very strategic at how they set up this government mm-hmm. on uh, paper or hemp paper, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that while we're still talking about amendments that still seems to plague me how mm-hmm. nobody seemed to question it is the uh, bill of attainder. There should uh, be no bill of attainder. Right. Now, I don't know if anybody is familiar with the bill of attainder, but yeah, yeah. This basically says yeah. that they cannot, in so many words, they cannot become civilator mortuus. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I was saying to myself, so wait a minute. They have wrote in, they, basically it's an immunity clause. Right. They're immune from the, from the uh, debtor status. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was just the most unique thing. So this puts them in perpetual. This puts them in a perpetual state of. Um, this puts them in a perpetual state of being when it comes to, uh, capitalist. Uh, 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 I guess well, capitalism diminutio maximus and minimus refers to the loss of rights and property and the of. Uh, uh, or the loss of civil rights, property, and family. Sometimes you can lose your fa- depending on which one it is, because there are like three levels of uh, capitalist diminutio, uh, mm-hmm. according to Black's law. And I've, I am one of those three. You're dealing with um, either the loss of family and rights, or you lost the rights over your family but you can still maintain your civil rights or you just lose your civil rights and your family and your property. Like you basically mm-hmm. just die as a, basically it's bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. But this is, I mean, like, uh, uh, I guess you could say the estate dies and the, the estate becomes bankrupt itself. So I'm looking at the fact that these folks wrote in their constitution that they cannot be, in so many words, Bankrupt. <laughs> right. I mean, if you want to look at it from that way, they can't go bankrupt. <laughs> uh, right. But I just thought that that was really interesting, and it's so funny how we talk about the Constitution, but no one addresses that. And I mentioned earlier, Ima uh, Yarouf, uh, and I want your opinion on this. I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier how our brothers and sisters don't comprehend the power of protesting in assembly. Now, mm-hmm. they tell you you got the right to protest, there's a right to protest or freedom mm-hmm. of protest, assembly, and press, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. saying to myself, if our brothers and sisters actually went back and looked up the word protest, mm-hmm. they would have had so many bills passed. This is ridiculous. Right, right, right. They had so many bills passed because they could have looked at protesting as a form of qualified request Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, doing proce- you know, uh, the the uh, procedural uh, mm-hmm. stuff that you do in order when uh, administrative, uh, I guess you could say administrative uh, processing, so to speak. They could have did administrative processing against certain bills that they felt was detrimental to the community, and then uh-huh. write another bill to counterattack that bill, just to mm-hmm. kind of let them know, like, hey, back off. This is what right. we don't want you to do to us. Right. That is yeah. how you protest. But if they had looked at it from that perspective, they would have probably gotten more results. <laughs> By now, they would have gotten mm-hmm. more results. Mm-hmm. But, you mm-hmm. know, as I had mentioned this, and this is what I want your opinion on, 
had they not looked, and I said that some of that is not their fault, mm-hmm. but then some of it is because they have to question why certain people were protesting the way that they were back then. Like you had mm-hmm. people going out there, quote, unquote, standing in a circle yelling and shouting, and so black people would say, oh, well, if they're doing that, then it must be working for them. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, well, what black people weren't paying attention to was the same people that looked like them that were rallying in that circle were also uh-huh. sitting in the seats of Congress. They were also lobbying, too, and they were mm-hmm. also writing the bill. So uh-huh. those same people that were writing, lobbying, uh, and uh, doing the bills and protesting the bills, mm-hmm. and they're all the same people. So right. they're going to get their needs met. How mm-hmm. many people that are in Congress that look like us are going to be protesting the bill? writing a bill, um, uh, going to be active members in Congress lobbying the bill while they're outside marching uh, for a cause. How many yeah, they, are going to be doing that? What's yeah, your they got, on that? They got protests messed up, like you said. They don't understand. You know, they're looking at it from a verb action aspect, but when you look at it from a noun and the law, it's a written declaration, typically by a notary public, you know, that, that that this bill has been presented and payment or acceptance is refused. You know, that's kind of like a protest or, you know, a protest is like a statement of objection right. or complaint, you know, right. but there's, but there's an, a, a, a process, you know, you have to have an outcry, but you have to do it lawfully. To right. do it just marching the streets, it's a joke, you know, and we don't understand, like everybody's on here talking, we don't understand the, the the power of the pen or written take our our complaints or whatever like like I, I'll give you an example you know what a, a lot of us suffer from if if a bill collector sends us the bill now they're not gonna get out in the street and protest and say hey you owe me this money right what do they right. do they go through administrative process and they send you a sixty day ninety day bill that you can respond to counter claim counteract you know whatever the case may be if you don't respond and then they give you another chance then another chance you still don't respond then you're in default well if we protest by the laws written a right of declaration of written law with the people behind it then guess what. The government, the, the the legislators, the Congress, everybody has to respond, and that's where Caucasians are getting all of these benefits because they take advantage of the de- benefits because they're no different than us. They're Goyans, they're slaves too, but they understand that process. Right. Where we don't, we understand. We're about action. We're agility. Of our agility is we're brawny. We're uh, uh, able to jump over mountains. We're able to run past lions and stuff. That's physical. But what right. about doing it in a sense where we actually do the writing, you know, put our minds right. together? You know, that's where we're lacking. That's where we're right. lacking. Right. And I was saying earlier that considering the fact that they are, how should I say this, considering the fact that you have people who are still trying to integrate I'm still here. I don't know what that was. What? I don't know what that was either. <laughs> it's still beeping. It's still going beep, beep. Oh, beep. man. That, oh, man. Gosh, that hurt my ears. I had to take my earphones out. Um, all right. Um, I was saying we have people, we have our brothers. Hello, is anyone still on? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure. 
Um, we have our brothers and sisters still integrate, uh, uh, attempting to integrate with their so-called oppressors, which is really uh, oxymoron because you're, ta- you're telling these people who are governing you to stop think- doing bad things to you, but you want to integrate in their house and you want to throw tantrum, tantrum but you're not, tell- you're not giving them any viable uh, 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 request for them to answer to. It's like you just said earlier, Ema, uh, when you were talking about the courts or how uh-huh. this whole situation is like the court, uh-huh. what, what, what is the first thing that we should understand about a court? The court is there to assist people who have a claim. Yeah. You, the court's job is not to go out and go find claims. Right, right. They don't do that. Right. You have to bring the cause to the court. Right. That is how anything is going to get done. Right. And I'm learning, and I've only been a few years in, you know, in this truth, and I'm, I'm not picked that up already, obviously, mm-hmm. because that is, I mean, because they're nothing but clerks. They right. operate right. just based off of you telling them what to do. In terms and the clerk of the, is the most powerful one. The clerk is more powerful than the judge. Yep. Cause see, she's dealing with the paper. They deal, that person is dealing with the paperwork and all the knowledge. You know, man. <laughs> you know, the Boy. judge. Is, yeah, he's not gonna, you know, get into all that. He's there to be a mediator or to, you know, move the court in what way you want the court to be moved. Right. I I said to myself, what a powerful people we could be right. if we understood that. But what even more powerful people we could be. If our people were brought under the political campaign of understanding that you or hearing the political campaign of you don't need the government. All right. you need is yourself. Self-governing is the key. And if, mm-hmm. you, if you understand that, that is going to be your push for these Romans. Because when they right. see that you don't need them anymore... Right. They're going to bow to you. Yeah. yeah. Every, I'll give you a perfect example. Pay off all your debts and see how many credit card offers you get. Okay. I dropped the mic. They do it every time. They know that once you paid off that debt to them, you owe no allegiance to them. Right. But right. I just keep seeing where our people keep putting themselves under the yoke because they don't understand what they're doing. But it's also they're resistant to understanding what it is that they're doing. What R.T. Anisha was saying, you got a handful of them out there who will say, well, that's how the white man do it. That's how the white man do it. Huh? Well, how do you think they learn how to do it? Dang on it. Right. Who do you think taught them? The kings and God and goddesses. Right. I want to say one more thing about titles and nobility and that mission amendment. You know, now that's why the president or anybody that gets in office, they have to denounce their uh, uh, lawship. You know, they cannot be an attorney or anything like that because under that title to nobility, you're not supposed to get paid nothing. You're not supposed to get anything. It's kind of like a servant. You know what I'm saying? You're really okay. not. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let me ask you this quick question, Emma. So what you're saying is, if you get foreign, oh. I just caught it. I uh-huh. totally agree with you. Yeah, I Gavin, totally. I just caught what you said. Yeah, yes, that's what Gavin's talking about. Father Gavin's talking about. You know, he mm-hmm. made the point strongly. You know, 
you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And really, there's attorneys and then there's lawyers. There's a big difference. Okay. Attorneys are appointed. Uh, forgive me, I'm writing. But attorneys are appointed to represent you. Lawyers are studies of law, and only those up there in the Supreme Court are lawyers. There's no one else that's up in that attorney law. There's, you know, I, I always make oh, that wow. distinction when I deal with an attorney or a lawyer. I always think it's... Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. my God. I just had an epiphany. I just... Look it, at, look it up in Black Law Book, the distinction, the difference, okay? Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just tell you the revelation I just had. I'm, I just had the revelation. Do y'all remember? I, I don't know if anybody remember this. Check this out. Do y'all remember a podcast Priest did? This is some years ago where he was saying how... Um, he was saying how him and Alti, as a matter of fact, Envoy Tara, she was on the call, and she was mentioning, they both were mentioning how you tell the, you can also tell the attorney, since they're taking a turn as you, that they foot the bill as well. Why is that? Let me just tell you what I just had a revelation of. And maybe I could just be wrong, but I'm just going to tell you what I just saw. Say, for instance, Okay, I'll Gavin, you just read that according to the 13th Amendment as well as Iman Yarouf, you just said that anybody who is functioning uh, within a title of a nobility outside the jurisdiction of the United States cannot be a citizen of the United States. And you're saying that if they're functioning as, uh, uh, I guess you can say, kind of like an esquire or something like that, they shouldn't be getting paid, right? Because technically right. they did not receive their jurisdiction, they did not receive their title from the jurisdiction of the United States. Why? Under the 13th, Under right. the 13th Amendment. Right. Why? Think about it like this. You have people who go to court all the time. People will tag on attorney fees. Why would I tag, why would I tag on attorney fees when you are foreign to the jurisdiction of the United States, don't you work through the Bar Association? Isn't that foreign to, foreign to the United States jurisdiction? Exactly. Right. right. Holy crap. Right. They get it all They're money. They're making money. Right. That's what you don't know. Right. Emma, please tell me. That's uh, not how they're playing the game. Yeah, and they, they are getting over and the bar, uh, bar, that bar is just a, a number for them to be into a club. It's nothing that represents law or anything. It's just a club of their members of. So let me get this straight. They're considered foreign if they're operating through the bar association. And they can be shipped up out of here, brother, at any given time. That's what I'm trying to say. You have got to be kidding me. I'm that's why, here, that's I'm why they took that 13th Amendment out there. If, go look at your 13th Amendment. Somebody got a book right now. Look it up and read it. Like oh, that. Gavin, please pull it up. Please bring pull it, right it up. Bring it right now. Read what the 13th up. Amendment is, and then someone on the computer, if they're on the computer, uh, pull up 13th Amendment, the listing 13th Amendment. See, they took it out. Uh, oh, the one that I, one that I read earlier, I'm going to go on. Look at a different one. Uh, so no, what, go so what, look at a different one. Look at the 13th, 13th, 13th Amendment. Yeah, what is the 13th Amendment in the Constitution now? See, because Kentucky always oh, okay. ratified it. They ratified it at certain times of year, in 1811, all that. They ratified that crap, okay? 
But look up uh, 13th Amendment, what's in the Constitution now. Oh, wow. I'm looking at it now. I missed the definition, guys. I missed the definition. When Emo was defining the difference between attorneys and lawyers. Can you explain the difference between attorneys and lawyers one more time, Emo? Uh, uh, attorneys are ones that come in there and they take your place. They represent you, okay? They represent you. That's why they appear before for you. Uh, a lawyer study law. They are the ones that know the law. They are lawyers. They deal with law. Like the Supreme Court, they, they decide laws, don't they? They decide if this case is up under the law. That's why it's important that we always result to annotated cases. With, before, okay, well, I'm going to say what I need to say after that's been decided, yes, brother. I'm a, no, I'm gonna wait till uh, Gavin pulls this up because I want to tie all of this stuff together because I g- got chills all over my body now, just thinking about this stuff. Yeah, this now, is crazy. What, it, what does the Thirteenth Amendment see? What see? Watch what he reads. What they put in place of that uh, uh, titles of nobility. Watch what he reads. Go ahead, brother. Okay, because uh, they they're just referring to. Okay, let me get the Thirteenth Amendment. The Thirteenth Amendment to the United States Constitution abolished slavery. Ah, <laughs> and involved... <laughs> oh, really? Say that, say that one more time, brother. And the Thirteenth Amendment to the United States Constitution abolished <laughs> slavery and involuntarily servitude and involuntary <laughs> servitude. Except wow. <laughs> for a crime. Wow. In Congress, it was passed by the Senate April 8, 1864, and by the House on January 31, 
I mean, they're trespassing in so many words. In so many words, they have found a way to trespass. But, I mean, so is anybody doing business in a state where you may be foreign to. But aside from that, this changes the whole platform of how I see the court now. Because on everything I love, I was under the assumption that the Bar Association was um, under the jurisdiction of the United States for a long time. I never knew that that was a separate entity. It's a club. It's a club. It's a club. It's a club. So let me ask you this, Emiyah, while the brother's trying to conjure his thoughts. Let me uh, pose this question to you. So would you say that there were entities set up, like you you know how we have the uh, Customs Bureau or we have something like a um, uh, uh, Secretary of State office where you register your entity in order to do business in that state? Where right. they have the law, what they call what, they, what do they call them? The uh, the administrative of uh, oh my god, the administrative courts or something like that. Right. Do the uh people who apply for their quote unquote bar uh, bar license, they have to get their bar license from the bar association, right. and in order to practice law in the state, they have to register with the administ- administration of courts. Everything, listen, son, everything goes to the Secretary of State. She's got, they're kind of like, they, they are not part of this system. Um, you know, I got to, well, it's kind of hard to explain, but they're not part of the system. They're kind of like uh, neutrality. You know, they they are uh, expri- expatriated out of this system because they have to go between from the land to the maritime law. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and and considering what you're what you're saying, the reason why they abolished the law, the reason why they abolished uh, slavery, uh, so-called, because if they didn't abolish slavery, these people wouldn't have gotten paid for their services. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. wow. They would be that's doing why, it pro uh, bono. Listen, that's why they wrote it like that. And then, but, but it, 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 it trickled into the next amendment, the 14th Amendment, you know, for citizens, you know, you know, they can't make you uh, be a slave, all that crap, whatever it says. Look at this, but it was, man. It, it was actually written for them. Right. I mean, but is it, but, but you think about it this way. The whole Constitution is written for them. Right. So why would they exclude that part? You see what I'm saying? Because when, right. when they ran away from England and all that crap, they was, they was seriously trying to get away from that uh, 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 dictatorship. Uh, that, you know, you know. Wow. This really <laughs> messed me up tonight because I swear I did not think so, about. So why would they, and this is a, a question that I posed to a brother online because he was told this, you know, adamant about Black Lives Matter and Rock the Vote uh, and, and boycotting and marching. And I'm saying to him, why would this man want to give you any stake in right. what he created? Right, right. They stuck us into the Constitution through ratification. If you go back and look at all the ratifications, and they, 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 they made it noted by the small C citizens, not large, the capital C. It's all, when you see small C, they talk about us, you know, those that are in, in bond servitude. They have to stick us in there somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. And, and, and really, to tell you the truth, according to the Constitution, I think it's Article 6, 
the uh, Constitution is the most powerful thing in, in, in on the land. It says in, I think, uh, uh, Article 6. If you read, go back up there and read Article 6. Uh, it's, it's kind of slipped my memory. But uh, I went through that Constitution really good, and, and I learned some stuff. So, you know, it, it, they got it set up like you said, so, so why would they include us in anything? If they do, it's going to be do, dealing with bond servitude. But it's the language. That's what all the priests are saying. You have to learn the, the language of law as well as Scripture. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but look up that 13th, missing 13th Amendment, then the, then the doctors start coming together for you. That's um, why I'm... That's why I'm able to get with these attorneys and, and really bust them wide open. You know what I'm saying? I it's, see why. I was flowing on the record. This is Minister Shadrachan Israel. What I'm going to do is I'm going to make a quick exit to uh, this meeting to see if we have one. And if we do not have a meeting, I will be back on because we got to finish this talk, man. I'm sitting here like I got highs just thinking about this stuff. I will uh, designate someone to man the post. Um, brother, Gavin. Uh, brother Gavin, brother Gavin, will you be able to? Uh, are you still going to be on here for the next couple of minutes, brother? I'm on a, um, I'm doing two things at the same time, so I won't be able to. I'm okay. trying to attend to my son. Um, <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. Oh wait, uh, Ark Eric, Shalom, brother, are you present? Oh, Eric, are you there, brother? Oh, Gary. Let's just hold it till you get back. If you just come back on, let us know one way or another. Uh, you know, if not, we'll just stay for tonight. Right, because the one thing I don't want to do is leave without making sure I'm posted covered. Yeah. Um, that, I'm very so much about that. Minister Cedric. Yes. Minister Cedric. Yes. I'll do it. Brother Hakeem. Oh, thank Praise you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you so much. Um, Akeem, I will grant you this post. Um, you, uh, it's a Sylvie order to you, brother. I will uh, be heading over to this meeting. I'll be back if there is not one. I'll see you guys in a minute. Shalom, shalom. Going on a record, brother Hakeem. Okay, brother Cedric has exited, so... I came in when you were talking about something. I don't know what you're talking about. I just came in. So, brother Hakeem, what do you think about all this? I mean, what we're talking about. What's your what's your viewpoint on it? Like I said, I just came in. I don't know what you were, you were talking about. And I, I I heard he said he needed somebody to be. Uh, brother Gavin was talking. He brother Gavin brought up the fact of. Um, you know, titles of nobility and these attorneys and lawyers and things like that. Are you? Do you know anything about um, how it works that you could share with us? Oh, just basically what the uh, is like Moors has been talking about, like Ty Street Bay. But other than that, I don't have any background information to touch on a, for a good comment from myself. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Okay. Uh, anybody else on the line? Shalom. I'm going on the record. This is Sister Nisha from the Judah. Um, dang, we went all over the world. The first well, thing, um, the first thing in there. The first thing that Minister Cedric brought up was an article that um, Brother Robert had posted on Facebook about 
Blue Lives Matter. Are you familiar with Blue Lives Matter? I heard about it like two weeks ago. Okay. Well, that was my first first time hearing about it. Uh, in my area, in Western Michigan, they were saying that the legislature here was also trying to have it be a hate crime to in that same vein. But prior to mm-hmm. prior to earlier, I hadn't heard about it. Wow. Like most people. Wow. Um, I had heard about it like maybe a year ago, and I forget what it, it might have been the might uh, more than a year ago. It might have been the Michael Brown incident or that Asian cop that was shot out here in New York when the cops started to organize this whole Blue Lives Matter movement. But the article that um, Brother Robert had posted on his page was regarding a bill that Blue Lives Matter had gotten passed um, to consider you know, any cop that is murdered to consider that murder a hate crime. And so Minister Cedric began to ask us, like, you know, what we thought about that in regards to the Black Lives Matter, because Black Lives Matter has been marching for years, and they haven't gotten anything passed. So then we started going into detail about, you know, all of these different high-profile civil rights leaders and also the Nation of Islam and Louis Farrakhan and, like, what bills have they gotten passed for black people? What are they doing for black people? We spoke about, you know, George George Soros, who is doing most of the funding uh, for the Black Lives Matter movement, and we were posing the question of, like, what kind of bills is he you know, or petitions is he drawing up for the movement to put in front of legislature and get passed to, you know, uh, further the movement? Have they even gotten a petition of what they want, you know, written down to present it to legislature so that we can move forward? And, of course, all the answers to these questions were no. You know, everybody's just marching and fist-pumping. And then so... Uh, Ema brought up, um, because Minister Cedric was saying that there was like a 503C, like a clause in, 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 in their contracting where, you know, members of fraternities are not allowed to get involved into any type of political agenda. So Ema um, chimed in and she said, well, they do, they can lobby, they can lobby, they can either do a direct lobby or they can do a grassroots lobby. And uh, then Brother Gavin brought up the definition of bar, the bar association, explaining that um, the bar association is the um, British um, British accreditation um, registry, and that it's headquartered outside of London, uh, the capital of England, but it is not part of the district of England. So, like, it's its own entity, something similar to Vatican's um, city. Um, then we went on to um, uncover um certain things about um, the Bar Association in, in I would say, in com- comparison, if you will, to, like, the 13th Amendment. And then Ema made us dig deeper. Like, right now, Gavin is looking up the 
the the he looked up the thirteenth amendment and he's looking up the the missing thirteenth amendment and what we uncovered is basically that they found they're not they're supposed to be public servants, but through the thirteenth amendment and the ratification of it, they found a way to live off of us <laughs> basically um because the 13th Amendment is pertaining to, the ratification of it is pertaining to bond servants. So if we had main slaves, if we needed representation, they are public servants, they wouldn't be able to make money off of us. Mm. They ratified slavery, and they, they found a way, a loophole, to basically make money off of us. Um, and with that, I yield to Ima. Exactly. No, you make sense. I mean, but don't they kind of piss you off, though, how they do it? Because they charge you a fortune just to represent you in court. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, also, and also I found out, because um, there were some cases down here myself, I found out, okay, a particular judge I had over my my daughter's case, I went back and looked up his um his uh, vow or his oath, and it was the oath to the queen. Okay. Wow. Did you oh. hear what I said? I ran it off and took it to him. You know. So wait a minute. Uh, for for no Minister Cedric, I made it back. We have <laughs> If you go, stop. And, and let go, me just say this: If you go in your state and ask your judge to produce this oath, it will be to the queen. So let me ask you this, Ima Yaru, before I say this, I do want to say, hey, Auntie Anisha, if Reese is to assign scribe ship, you better jump on it. You, man, you was the stenographer of the evening. I'm telling you, house speaker. <laughs> you better go get the stenographer. She did a great job. She did an excellent job. I was sitting there like, yeah. hey, we recovered that much? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted when to y'all ready to present that case, you know I'm I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll get there. You will definitely get there. Emiaru, I had a question for you in concerning to what you just said. You just said that the the the, uh, the was it the the judge or the attorney who took a oath to the uh, took their oath uh, office to the queen was it the attorney or judge? Emma. She said judge. She said a judge? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her phone. Yeah, the judge. judge. Um, Yeah, they, they, the judge, I found out, I went to pull up the judge's oath, and if you pull up their oath, you'll see that they, it had in there outright that they vowed to, you know, for the queen. They vowed to serve the queen. So let me just put this into perspective because this is getting really interesting. I tell you, I've, I've been exposed and open to this stuff, and it, it just shocked the heck out of me when I found out this thing. It's, it's shocking me because I'm looking at how the system, now I'm looking at how the system uh, of the courts are set up now. And it's well, making you, it easier to deal with the courts. Mm-hmm. You, you going to say something, more? Uh, well, if you go to your Black Law book, they actually show where it's all do- dealing with over there. It'll have in the back that it's all, you know, um, given by over in England or wherever. You know, I mean, right. n- nothing dealing with the United States at all. Nothing. So 
what it was I was getting at was you have the judges, like the attorney, who have to get their bar association, who have to get their bar license, so to speak. Uh-huh. Bar bar. It's kind of like an insurance policy. Right. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Do those judges also have the bar, have a bar card too? Well, yeah, because they most of them are yes, because they all are are, are previous attorneys of some form or so, because you know they get they get nominated in or voted in, you know, a lot of them. So yeah, they were previous attorneys. So ah. let me get this straight. Let me throw this at you. Are you telling me that the <laughs> only real acting judges we have in the United States There's are a the Supreme United States Court. Supreme yes, Court? Yes, sir. Why do you think? Yes. Why do you think that they're sent before the Supreme Court these big cases? It's not to make any decision on a case, but to decide if it follows the Constitution. If it follows, wow. and, then, and then they what they do, they give annotated cases, and then you, when you're in regular courts, the uh, the, the um, uh, you know uh, district court or you know whatever down below those courts. Uh, you win mostly when you, you know, quote these cases because they've already been decided. They're an example of. That's why Man. it's important to use cases. I'm sitting here like, Eva, you don't even know what's going through my mind right now. Cause we I ain't no about joke. This. It ain't no joke. But I'm sitting no here joke. like, do people know the kind, like, do no. the regular people know the kind of damage they can do if no. they knew what? We just discussed. Let, like, let me tell you, like, let, let, oh my God! No, they don't know. But I'm gonna tell you this. I will put this before you guys. The the courts know when you come in there with that powerful stuff because they'll make you uh, stay there until all the cases are decided. <laughs> but you last, <laughs> so oh, that the people will not hear real. it. Real. Yeah. I just felt like man. I just felt like this freaking. Like that's why I was telling you. That's why, that's why I was telling you yesterday. If if a police can stop you for speeding and they're using that speedometer or whatever that thing is, and then they take you to court to decide upon you know what you have to pay and all that. First of all, mm-hmm. it's a criminal court when it's not really criminal, but if they use that against you. You know, you tell them no, 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 that's not going to work. These, that 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 machine cannot testify. It's not a confident witness. You see what I'm saying? Right. And then you got, yeah, no. uh, then you got the uh, improper venue and all that other different stuff exactly, to look at exactly, as well. Exactly, exactly, So, yeah. We and I love, I love law. You know, I love it. And, I, I, you know, I was fortunate enough, starting back in 2009, all the way up to present, to be able to be exposed to a lot of the stuff that's going on and how it really operates, you know. But, really, we can get out of anything if we don't want to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you know what, though, Eva, let me just say this, because is. I guess you could say shock. Uh, yeah. As much of a shock value that this discussion actually gives, it goes back to what Priest has been telling us all along. Everything uh-huh. follows kind of, or what you've been saying uh, on so many, several different occasions, how everything kind of just kind of repeats itself and follows out a, a, a pattern. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I understand, I guess you could say, why, why it's set up that way. When you mm-hmm. have, okay, let let me just look at it like this. You have these, quote, unquote, state judges that are actually foreign to the jurisdiction of the United States. In order for them to get right. uh, to do business in this 
United States, because you have to remember, hey. United States and America are two totally different entities. Exactly. One is a private entity right. acting as a public entity, but it is right, a right. private institution that is funding right. the, the, the pretty much acting as a what they call like a city manager. Like they right. have the city manager Whoa. and a manager council system. Right. That's all. Exactly. The, that's all. Um, um, that's all the uh, Federal Reserve is acting as. That's the international bankers. They're just acting as a city manager. Just think right. about that. So you're getting these huh? state judges who are getting their bar license from, uh, from the bar association coming back over here registering I, I with the administrative court just so that they can get paid because. Why? Even they have their bar license, they still can't do business in the state if they don't register with the right. uh, administrator. Of course, that's right. The administrator, right. of course, kind of act like the uh, what we were just talking about, the local secretary of state. Like if you right. want to get your business set up, they ask you, right. well, are you planning to incorporate and all that stuff? Right. Okay, administrator, of course, are the uh, quote unquote. Um, uh, uh, the, the the secretary of state, but for courts and judges and attorneys and lawyers, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's right. Crazy. Right. Right. I mean, it makes sense because they're yeah. doing business here. They have to pay to do business here. Otherwise, they just doing they just doing their pro bono. Yeah, yeah. And they're they doing do everything pro bono, making no money, and they looking like, look, right. I'm not going down like that. So, right. hey. For right. all those who are on this line, please take what Priest is teaching you very serious. Right. I'm right. telling you, just based off of what I understand about the little bit that I understand, right, right. I'm able to sit here and connect what Ema just, Ema and all gather yeah. just put on the table. Right. These people are getting over on what yep. we don't know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, May sir. I ask a question, guys? Yes. So basically, when he says we just have to, we will be able to take over their courts. I mean, and use their system to prosecute if we need to. It's the same way that the Supreme Court is basically using the Bar Association. Well, see, the, wait, hold on, uh, sister, because it's a, well, hold on, because there's a local Supreme, don't we have local state Supreme Courts too? Uh, Amy, your roof? Oh, she went on mute. I'm, yes, I'm, uh, I'm, yes, yes, we do, but we're talking about the Supreme Court of the United States. Right, okay? which are not dealing with the, they, they, they don't, right. Yeah, they don't right. get their uh they don't get their uh, I guess you say jurisdiction from the bar association. No. They get their jurisdiction from the United Why States they? government. Why should they? Right, Why because they're two they? totally different entities. Right. They're 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 a uh, study of law. You know, they look at the constitution and they they decide cases upon is if it's following the constitution. And you have oh to have somebody my in, God, you have to have man. somebody in place you have to have somebody in place for that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if, if if they decide a case, for instance, like, um, uh, well, I know a couple of cases, but there's, you know, say, for instance, a particular case that um, 
says that, uh, you know, you can't do certain things, and they bring it before the Constitution, you know, before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court looks at the Constitution and decides if that case is, is, is you know, right or wrong, if they're following the laws of that of the Constitution. It don't have nothing to do with this rinky deep courts below. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't right. understand why they would let a foreign entity rule on the lower matters. Why would they inside You're talking about the own... Supreme Court? You're talking about the Supreme Court? I'm t- yeah, I'm talking about the Supreme the... Court. The Supreme Court is not a foreign entity in this. The Supreme Court is... No, the... no. Oh, what okay. I mean is I'm talking about the attorneys coming oh. over here and... Because they established, they, they're established over here. They, they ran from all that, that tyranny over there, and they ran over here and, uh, 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 you know, established their own, uh, um, you know, laws and stuff. So, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? I mean, or, 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 or here, here's another way to kind of look at it, Imiyar, and, and Octia Nisha. It's uh, lucrative. It's, right, it brings right, more money right. into the jurisdiction. Because if right. you got somebody, okay, take for instance, you have the state, uh, state courts. We're dealing with just the regular state courts. Which uh-huh. uh which has jurisdiction under the bar association, right. right? Right, right. They can while again we talked about how these people are registering uh their bar license with the uh administrative courts, right? Just so that they can get paid to do business uh-huh. here. Right. Okay, you got these attorneys who know the law or who and you got these lawyers who know the law, they can argue the cases, or if they bring in the cases to the court, they bring more money to the state, or they bring in more states, bring in more money to the jurisdiction itself right. via right. the court. That right. is why they let those attorneys come, because the more attorneys that they allow over here, that's more right. money that they're funneling through the uh, ju- uh, judicial system. So right. you have to think about it like that. Right, right, right. And that's it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, really, lawfully, they 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 behinds could be extricated up out of here right now. You know, oh my God. how many of us know that? Lawfully, right, let me tell you something. I know a couple. I know some laws. I know some laws. Believe me, y'all can trust me. I'm telling you the truth. I, I have. I've got a law on certain things. If they don't do certain things, you can shut. I have a law. Where I was rightfully so uh, pertaining to my daughter's case, where I could shut this whole city down, but I knew it would be dangerous for me and my family. You know what I'm saying? Where you could actually shut down the whole city. Now, not only the courts gonna be mad at you, the workers, the the the, the doctors, everybody's gonna be mad. At you, so you ain't gonna be able to stay in that city. You know what I'm saying? But there's laws that are implicated like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, but you got but you gotta be careful in how you use them. Okay, because they right. will kill you. They will kill you. Okay, because well, their livelihood. Was Johnny Cochran an attorney or a lawyer? Who? Johnny Cochran. All, all of them are attorneys. All of them. <laughs> uh, all of them are attorneys. Well, let me They're ask you this: that law. Well, let me ask you this particular question, Emo, because I um. I kind of thought about something I was sitting here thinking about one day on um, when I was going, we just, I was in a class on political, uh, American political thought, that's what it was. 
Um, and we dealt with uh, certain uh, certain uh, ideas that uh, some of the uh, people were using to uh, set up the government. Okay. Um, and there was an instance where you had – I was thinking about the representative. You have the representative, and then you have the, uh, the House of Representatives, and you have the Senate. Okay. I designated one as lawyers, and then I designated one as attorneys. Uh-huh. But maybe both of them can be either lawyers or attorneys. But they are, quote-unquote, considered as delegates for the state, okay? Uh-huh. They are to go to the what they call Congress to represent the state uh, in terms of, uh, I guess you could say, taking on the debt. So where is it the state has a debt? Those uh-huh. appointed representatives are going to Congress to represent that debt. And they may not uh-huh. be uh, 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 what we call a monetary debt, although the country is operating under uh, debtor status anyway. Aside from that, do these quote-unquote attorneys or lawyers that are operating in Congress, do they get their jurisdiction from the Bar Association or do they get their jurisdiction from the United States uh, uh, federal government? The, those, those, those people right there, they are still members of the Bar Association, but they, they get their jurisdiction because they're in that arena. They're, they're getting their jurisdiction okay. from the federal government, you know. I got you. I mean, so, you know, it's kind of it's like, you know, when you go back and you look at, you know, the fraternal order, you look at uh, the, 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 just say the latter or the hierarchy of things. Right, the status right. The status changes each time. You know what I mean? Okay. And right. it's like going all the way up to the president. He cannot be an attorney. He cannot be still representing himself as an attorney if he's in that uh, position as being the CEO or the president of the United States. You know what I mean? Right. He's got he's to let all of that go until after he serves his seat. So same way with them, if they're in a certain particular seat or status, then their status is going to change, you know. But okay, now so- the Bar Association is really just a club where they – you know, they pay their dues and they pay their insurance. You know what I'm saying? You know, right. that's how you get them. That's how you get them. You know, you get that bar number. You can make them have to spend more money and have to, their insurance goes up. It's like anything else, you know. It ain't no different. So let me ask you this particular question, Emma, because uh, you know, I'm on a roll now. <laughs> I want to I wanna know this stuff. Let me ask hey, you this question. Uh-huh. I, no, go ahead. What are you about to say? No, Emma? no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you. So, would it be rightfully so that when we go into a state court right. uh, that we could use what they call the common law jurisdiction against the state court as, a first, as opposed to using federal jurisdiction only because the sitting judge in those state courts are getting their jurisdiction from uh, right. under the oath of the queen anyway? Right, 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 right. I, I use you you understand law. what I'm saying? I use I use common law in every damn court I go in. Oh, wow. Okay, this changes. I do. Now, I use common law I, in every okay. court I go in. I quote cases. I quote this because, you know, when they ask you, you know, like the judge asks you, are you rep- are you uh, practicing to be an attorney? I'll hook, I'll hook up a, a law on their behinds, which is common law. I'll hook a law up on them and says, you know, I have the right to represent myself and be a studier of law. Where's right. there, where there a law against that? You know what I'm saying? And there's there's um law cases that you can quote to back that. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
Man, evil. You know, that's one another thing that kind of throws them off because when you use those type of laws, common laws uh, uh, on them, because, you know, let's look at it like this. We're all living souls. We right. have a right to everything on this earth plane as, as well as they do. But what I tell you the other day, brother, I said, see, what they did, because a lot of people was coming into courts with that kind of rhetoric, that mm-hmm. they decided to change it to, um, in order for you to get your case advanced in court, it's procedures now, Okay. You right. have to go by the procedures. They're letting the procedures stand out more than the laws or intake laws. They're saying you have to follow the procedures of the court. And if you don't believe me, go look them up in your state. Go okay. look them up. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Even though they're still looking at the procedure, can we can still uh, annotate uh, common law um uh, common law. It ain't gonna uh, be no. It's not gonna be no good. It's not gonna be no good if your procedures are not right, son. Okay, I got you. I, I, but I now, get what you're you saying, though. Saying? I get what you're saying. They yes, may, ma'am. I get what you're saying. Yeah, because because they can do uh, uh, change the codes and statutes and all that stuff. They got it now because uh, I was helping some more people. One another person did another person in the nation. We was going through the same rhetoric, and and the procedures weren't according to them were not correct. No matter what laws we quoted, we quoted some laws that could bring them down. Now, but the the civil rules of procedures were not followed. Okay. Well, you know, here's another question: then. Can't something, and I'm just saying hypothetically speaking, couldn't that action be overruled? Uh, yes, if you, yes, yes, if you got if you got that in certain cases you can quote. Because see, technically, a judge is up there to tell you or lead you in the right way to file your case for a mo- your motion. Right, they have a fiduciary responsibility. Right, that's his, yeah, that's his responsibility, but they don't do that. They side, uh, both, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, 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 you know what you're talking about, where they side up with their attorneys and get favoritism and all that, what that word is, what you said, I forgot. Um, you know what I'm saying, they go. Uh, uh, the petition. And mo- uh, say that one more time. Uh, you know, uh, what's that know? word you use? I, I'm sorry, past my head, where they can go get special favor from the judges. They, they meet up with the judges on a, uh, you know, uh, uh, golf a prayer course or in a prayer party. Release. What is that called? Oh. Um, um, inter- uh, 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 you say it all the time. Oh, shoot, y'all, forgive me. I, my mind prayer relief or uh, interest groups. Uh, 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 no, when they go to the judge and, and, and directly to the judge, what's that called? Uh, I it's in past my head. Uh, Motion? No, it's a word you use all the time. You know, I forgot it right now. But anyway, oh, uh, ex parte, ex parte. Ex parte, yeah, ex parte, right, right, okay. Right, right, right. But see, um, with the, with the, okay, um, you know, when you got the um, administrative of the courts, you know, when they're, when they're denying, overlooking stuff, because those are just retired judges that are supposed to uh, keep everybody in line, you know, and uh, if they're not doing their job, and everybody's kind of like, you know, not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you look at it logically, they're not recognizing the laws now. They're not recognizing, uh, what is it, um, they're not recognizing the, the court cases or none of that. They're just going, they have brought the civil, civil, civil rules of procedure, they brought that to the forefront. And they know most people don't know how to write this stuff up. Most people don't know how to go by it, you know. Mm-hmm. In other words, in other words, you got, um, say, for instance, you got a case, 
Right. And the case, okay, now you got to know when you're supposed to respond, when you're supposed to foul. you got certain time limits on everything. You know, you got to know all of that stuff. And the judge is there supposed to guide you, but they don't guide you. And so the judge asked, he'll ask you, he'll ask, well, he asked me, he said, are you practicing law? And I said, no, sir, John, I'm not practicing law. I study law. I'm a, I'm a urodite of jurisprudence. And I asked him, was he practicing law when he was giving some favoritism to the attorney? <laughs> I asked him that. You know, wow. are you a judge? Are you practicing law? Uh, uh, because there's favoritism. Let, let the courts know there's favoritism towards the um, defendant's attorneys in the time span of when this was supposed to be pro- produced. And, Your Honor, I'm going by the civil laws of procedures. And I also have an annotated case here. Please, please review that. He told us, come back to our, my, my office. And most people are not allowed to go back there. And then the first thing you do, you observe and see if he's got his oak on the wall. I didn't see the oak on the wall. You're, and I already had his oak in my hand. Your Honor, you are in violation because you don't have the oak on the wall. And besides, Your Honor, you're, you, you swear allegiance to the, uh, to the uh, queen. So how does that fit with this case? Okay. Mm. You know, you cannot be afraid. Mm. You, you know, you cannot be afraid. No, I mean, mercy. You, you really can't be afraid of them. You, you know, and really you can put them on, on, on check when you know the real status that they're in. They're just magistrates. They're there to uh, uh, be a mediator between what you want and what, you know, what is you're asking for. Or Basically, you know that's saying? exactly what they are, a bunch of magistrates. Right. And most cases aren't no good if there's not someone harmed or property harm or anything like that. How do they get these, this crap in these courts like this? Because the jurors, you know, the jurists, uh, uh, you know, how they got it classified under the laws, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of times all these rules and regulations they come up with, uh, the, the reason why they can back those things up is because they hide them in different laws. Okay, most right. people are not going to take their time and read these laws. Not even the politicians. See what I'm saying? So you can really get the politicians to things by calling them out. What does it say in Article Two of the such and such and such? And they don't know that you got their behind. If you know, you really got their behind. You know, we need a, we need to start we need to start looking at our appropriation uh, uh, bills in our our, our state. We need to start seeing where this money's going. We need to start sending out paperwork, letting tell other people about it. We need to be emailing, faxing, calling. That's where it starts at. Follow the money, okay? I got a hobby coming, this uh, consecration. Boy, you know I'm about to eat this stuff. <laughs> I'm about to, oh, my God. Cause, I mean, well, I guess because I didn't understand it, I never really I mean, I never really thought about, you know, going into the laws and stuff like that. Really. Uh-huh. I'm sitting here like, oh, it's you mean to tell me that is what they're doing? Oh, and man, they're getting like, over like fat rats' butts. They're getting over, man. They're getting over. But, they're getting but, over. But, but, you know, it's so, but at the end of the day, I'm going to say it like this. They're doing exactly what the uh, what the system was set up for. They're there is business. I mean, I, honest, honestly, and I hate to say it that way, it is business. And I'm saying it in that way because if you have a foreign entity, a government we have no control of, we as so-called African Americans have no control over the jurisdiction of this country, they can do whatever they want to do in their home. You see what I'm saying? 
I'm opening this. I'm making this statement because I want everybody here to see what priest is trying to lead you into in terms of making you understand the power we have as a the power we could have as a nation of sitting judges. You see what I'm saying? Emma, you you feel where I'm coming from with this? The power we have as sitting judges. But in order for us to get there, we've got to learn commerce. But the easiest way for him to the easiest way that he felt that he could teach this to you guys is through real estate. Please Mm -hmm. see that. It I'm telling you, what he's teaching you. Yeah. Is going to open your eyes up. If I did not study that, and uh-huh. if I had not taken the some of the things that we had mm-hmm. discussed, you understand what I'm saying? If I had not uh-huh. considered those different things, right. I would have right. not picked up on the discussion that we had tonight. Because mind right. you, right. Uh, Gavin, months ago, read that same article. I did not even get it. Uh huh. It was until tonight. I'm sitting there and I'm hearing certain things, and I'm just like, "Well, don't they do that? You know, yeah, like yeah. processes." I'm gathering. I'm just like, gathering. I gathered, brought it to us live and in color. Man, <laughs> so I'm just sitting here, like I'm just thinking about all this stuff because I'm playing in my mind. I'm thinking to myself, how many cases ordinary people could have won if they just understood jurisdiction, basically. Right. 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 Okay, who was on here? I think it was Altilisha. Do you remember when we were talking about how the guys going to go to the United Nations to argue, tell us that they're going to get um, they're going to get their sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Altilisha, do you remember that? And I was saying to myself, well, see, they looked out because they're in the wrong place to do that. United right. Nations, of course, are not set up for sovereignty. They're set up for international relations. That exactly. has nothing to do with sovereignty. If you want right. sovereignty, you can do that without, in quote-unquote, sovereignty. If you're looking for, quote-unquote, autonomy outside the United States jurisdiction, you have to do right. that yourself. The only thing right. the courts are going to be set up to do there is to make sure that your sovereignty is protected. Right. To make sure that you, the, the, the way that you, okay, a, a better way to say it is, if you have exhausted all means of trying to settle uh, any type of dispute, and if that person that you're dealing with is within that jurisdiction, you take them behind the court. That's what right. the courts are set up there for. And, Emma, I swear uh-huh. I'm sitting here, if I knew this, if I had knew this, if, if, I, if we had this discussion a little bit earlier, I think I probably would have tapped into certain different things, but I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about like, what are our people doing? Like, it just really takes some. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. This typical discussion that we're having here would have, if I was just an old regular mojo sitting out there, just you know, smoking blunts or camels or whatever it is that people smoke, and they thinking about doing nothing. I want to give two. I want to give two fingers about what the courts was doing because I don't know what they're doing. But I'm going to be honest right. with you. Right. What right. we just discussed will make anybody want to really sit down and crack open a law book. I'm sitting now like, now I got to go get some law books because I'm trying to figure out now how, you know, 
I, I mean, well, I, I guess in other words, I want to learn how to play football. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I you got to learn the game. Football. You got to learn the game. I'm sitting here like, hell, in all actuality, we can do the exact same thing they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they yeah. charge it an arm and a leg. Yeah. Yeah. Yo! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? Uh-huh. All is not lost. No. Because that's all Octi Anisha had tried to, well, Octi Anisha mentioned that through certain events, certain turn of events, man, we can boost this boot. We can boost this dang old nation, man. Uh-huh. And we can make it our own. And we can bend, we can bend it to the will of our Constitution. Uh-huh. And these so-called people who are getting their allegiance from the crown, they mm. have to, in order for them to do business in our territory, they have mm-hmm. to get their accreditation from us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we have to remember that the mm-hmm. Bible is considered mm-hmm. an international law and the supreme law of the world. Mm-hmm. So, Shalom, nation. Yes, Shalom. Yes, 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 brother. Sir. I've been listening to you. I've just been working in the background. I've I'm, I'm had it on mute, so. Well, I was working your, on my, my son, so I want to hear your thoughts. I'm happy, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm just happy that happened over here. I just, I just, just had a What you think, brother? To add to it, that came to me when y'all saying that. That you know the fringes in court, right? On the flag, mm-hmm. that means mm-hmm. maritime law, right? Mm-hmm. So that means they still practicing in that jurisdiction as being people from another juris- another foreign entity that crossed the sea. They, they know it. Wow, they, they tell you, you know to what? your face. That's right. what I'm thinking. You know, like, they tell okay. you to their face. We're not, we're not home. <laughs> we're in some other jurisdiction. But they planted the flag. Court. You see what I'm saying? It's like, okay, isn't that what, okay, well, think about it like this. Isn't that what nations would do when they go and they conquer another place? They would plant their flag? Yes, exactly. Okay, so that's just basically what they did. They... In so many words, they kind of planted their flag in the court, and they're still and they're still rec- they're making you to recognize that during mm-hmm. maritime they they still practicing maritime law, which is mm-hmm. when you go to other country to practice in something out of your juris- your original jurisdiction mm-hmm. on another you know that, that you cross the seas to practice it in someone else's territory. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but no, you guys understand I just, what I'm trying to say. I understand exactly what you're saying, brother. You know what it comes down to, Emo and mm-hmm. all Gavin and everybody else on this mm-hmm. line? Mm-hmm. We just got to learn how to damn read. Right, right, right. <laughs> Honestly, right. I, we just got to learn how to read, man, because okay. that's all to it. Now, I'm going to give you a case here. This is one particular case, NAACP versus Button, 371 U.S. 415. Check this okay. out. It is dealing with members of groups who are competent non-lawyers can assist other members of the group achieve, achieve the goals of the group in court without being charged with unauthorized practice of law. Did you know that? Whoa. That's uh, uh, that case. You can wow. quote that case, NAACP versus Bunton, or, or, or either United Mine Workers of America versus Gibbs. You know, mm. and, uh, yeah, you got you got all these different things that can protect us. You know what I'm saying? Okay, uh, so, okay. Let, so let me just say this. From what I assume I just gathered, are you saying 
Okay, do me a favor. Can you read that over like one more time so I can Okay, members of a group. Say we're a group. Okay. And we're, we're competent non-lawyers. You know, we're Got not you. lawyers. Studies Got of you. law. Can okay. assist other members of the group. Okay. Say, we, say, say we're representing Gavin or helping Gavin. Achieve okay. the goals of the group in court okay. without mm. being charged with unauthorized practice of law. We would quote mm. them cases. Oh, okay. But that's why mm-hmm. people—that's why people represent themselves in court. Right. Well, well, they call it pro se. Yeah. Yeah, pro they were, yeah it's pro se mm-hmm. representation. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, but this, in this in this but, 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 so with, with that pro se thing, you know, uh, according to certain cases, litigants can be assisted by unlicensed laymen during judicial proceedings if you quote these cases, these annotated cases. So mm-hmm. are you saying that what the uh, the uh, the unofficial lawyer, so to speak, is kind of acting like a paralegal? Yeah, I guess you could say it, but, you know, you're considering an unlicensed layman that's really actually assisting your brother or sister in court. I got you. I got you. I practice the law, but you're going up under that those, those you know, cases that allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? I got you. you. Know, so you okay. You uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so te- what you're saying is, even though you represent D.C., you're not a licensed lawyer, you... Right. Well, then wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> well, if that's the case, why do the lawyers and the attorneys have to go get a bar license? See, that's, that's the, the, like, <laughs> you know, like y'all said, it's to get paid. Okay, check this out. Federal Rules of Civil Procedures. You guys need to look at your civil procedures. But anyway, Rule 1728 USCA is dealing with next friend. A next friend is a person who represents someone who is unable to tend to his or her own interests. Okay? That's an amicus brief or amicus curate kind of uh, situation. Yeah, Corpus Juris Succotum, you know. Okay. Uh huh. Encyclopedia of U.S. law, of federal laws, and state level, you know, levels. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. But but you know that's that's where because I got this stuff all marked up, and that's where I shut them down because I do these things. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, if you don't read, you're not gonna know. You know? Yeah. Oh, I gotta get busy. I'm hungry Mm -hmm. now, boy. (laughs) You know, know, it's just yeah. You know, I mean, we need to really just take our time to understand what's really going on out here because there are um, uh, uh, things that you know there are uh, um, cases and and, and rules in place to protect people like us. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, they can't sanction or penalize us uh, or impose upon us. uh, You know, because we're exercising our constitutional rights, they can't do all that. You know, there's a lot of things they can't do. You know, you know, man, oh man, this is a man. I I don't even know what to say. I'm sitting here and I'm bugged out because mm-hmm. I guess when you, I guess when you can kind of like you you can understand the system now. And and I mean, I, I don't have it all figured out. You know, you can the, you can get relief against judges also. You know, you can get that judicial immunity. They got judicial immunity, but you know, there's availability of equitable relief against judges also when you feel like you've been done wrong. Right. You know? um, oh, damn. Well, I don't want to speak on it too soon because they still haven't learned it yet. Um, mm-hmm. However, I want to say this to you, Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me... How, let me fix it in a way that I can say it without actually saying too much. Um, 
I, okay, I would just say it this way. I, I I know what you're talking about because mm-hmm. we had a we had a lesson on that before, mm-hmm. and um, uh, uh, we had watched a video on it. I'm just gonna say that much, and I heard it in the video, but it was called something else. When you guys mm-hmm. get your upper level courses, email, right. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, They'll yeah, be able yeah. to hear what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what's crazy? The, the crazy thing is when I looked that up myself. The way that they have it written in the the uh, the, uh, the law dictionary is kind of mm-hmm. totally different than, than the way that God explained it in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand what you're saying, and mm-hmm. you're absolutely correct because at the end of the day, thing about it is courts are, or, or, or I guess you can say your claims are kind of think about them like. Um, they're not the end all be all. Kind of think about it like that. It's it's, it's an ongoing thing. It can be an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. And also just remember, yeah. it's almost kind of like if you go to someone and ask them for money, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do if you can't get money? You gonna go to somebody else if you really mm-hmm. need that money, or are you going to challenge the reason why you can't get the money if the, the if the 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 platform is set up that way? Because you want to make sure that because or, or Let's try it this way. If you're dealing with a bank and you try to go get a loan for a house and they tell you, no, we can't front you this loan, you want to ask them, well, what's the reason why I can't get this loan? And maybe you may try to uh, hire up because you want to be able to get this loan or you want to be sure that the reason why that branch denies you that loan mm-hmm. is because of a higher uh, 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 um, a clause set by the higher ups mm-hmm. that they have to follow at the bottom. That's the reason why. Like, I understand what you're saying. Now right. I look at it that way, but you know what? Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot. I realize that we as a people. Oh man. Yeah. I want to bring one more thing to your. Um, this case was U.S. versus Lee one zero six U.S. one nine six two two zero one SCT two forty blah blah blah. No okay. man in this country is so high that he is above the law. No right. officer of the law may set that law at defiance with impu- impu- impunity. All the officers of the government, from the highest to the lowest, are creatures of the law and are bound to obey it. It is the only supreme power in our system of government, and every man who, by accepting office, participates in its function is only the more strongly bound to submit to that supremacy and to observe the limitations which it imposes on the exercise of the authority which it gives. You know, and that's a court case to validify that, you know. And then it says when a judge knows that he lacks jurisdiction, that's Zella versus Zarenkins, or acts in the face of clearly valid statutes expressly depriving him of jurisdiction, judicial immunity is lost. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So, what you're saying is... But he lacks jurisdiction, and he acts in the face of it. Otherwise, you know, judicial immunity is lost. And But look right. at all these judges doing that. that. But see, how many people would know that, quote, Zella versus Rankin? Your Honor, you're acting as, you're, you know, you you don't have jurisdiction. You know, so your your immunity is lost, and I'm gonna come after your behind. You know, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this, Emma Yarbrough, and you tell me what you think about this. Mm. Okay, so when you're talking about um, the officers being under the uh, law, 
law? Uh, not above the law, right. Or uh, not above the law. Well, let me ask you a question. Above which law? Are we talking about the Constitution or are we talking about the oath that they take with the Queen? We're talking about the Constitution. It's the supreme power. The Constitution is the Constitution. Okay, so... They are bound by that. Okay, so the officers are bound by the Constitution and... Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm still trying... Okay, I'm thinking about the, 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 the attorneys and the lawyers. the government. Of the government. Okay. Because I, I don't know why I'm looking... Okay, so the, and I have to remember that the officers are there to carry out the mm-hmm. law, the right. law enforcers. You mm-hmm. have the attorneys in them to expound on the law. Mm-hmm. Now, listen or, to this. Or, or, so or, or, this right. is going to help you right here. This was uh, Shure, S-C-H-E-U-E-R versus Rose, and it's got the case quote. It says, no, by, a, by law, a judge is a state officer. The judge then acts not as a judge, but as a private individual in his person. When a judge acts as a transpasser of the law, when a judge does not follow the law, the judge loses subject matter, jurisdiction, and the judge's orders are not voidable, but void and of no legal force or effect. The U.S. Supreme Court stated that when a state officer acts under a state law in a manner violative of the federal constitution, he comes into conflict with the superior authority of that constitution, and he is, in that case, stripped of his official or representative character in a subject in his person to the consequences of his individual contact. And to end it, the state has no power to impart to him any immunity from responsibility to the supreme authority of the United States. Right. That's Schuler versus Rose. Okay, and it's Schuler. That's S-C-H-U-L-L-E-R? S-C-H-E-U-E-R versus Rose. R-H-O-D-E-S. Okay, S H E U E R. Okay, sure. Okay, I got Versus Rose. So let me. Okay, well, let me just say this then. Right. The, the the state doesn't have the. Okay, the state doesn't have the right to strip the officers of uh, 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 immunity because the state, if I'm if I'm uh, under um, um, uh, correct. Gets, mm-hmm. their jur- gets their jurisdiction right, right. from the queen? Yes. Oh. Isn't that oh. deep? Yo. So wait a minute. That's a con- well. A- it's a conflict. It becomes That's a, a conflict, conflict of interest here. Because right. Exactly. So, so well, technically, no. well, kind of think about it like this. That's why like somebody no applying. That's like somebody supplying you with a military. If you're doing business here, <laughs> the, the 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 government is supplying you with the military. Right. So they do call the shots for the okay, I kinda get that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. you know Well I'm really gonna, you look you look at it, the state really don't have that much power any day gone away. Look what they did. They gave up us our freedom, our materials, our way. they just sold us out. You know what I'm but saying? You know had had more, but you know who would have had more but you know who would have had at some point I'm kinda glad that Georgia Incorporated. Uh-huh. I'm saying if Georgia would have never joined the Constitution, would have never joined the Union. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe they would have been lynching niggas all day. Oh, they would yeah. have been killing niggas from right to left, and they would have did it right. with no, with no uh, guilt at all. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, Georgia, uh, the the people who, um, I guess you can say, uh, okay, some states were inherited. Some states were, um, uh, I guess you can say, uh, 
loaned in a, is a better way. So some people came over here to inherit their property. I think Georgia was an inherited property. And the slaves that they did have, I asked my, I remember having this conversation with my teacher. I said, because they wanted to say, oh, well, slavery was bad and all this other stuff. Now, what they did in slavery was bad. Slavery, the institution of slavery, I would say it serves its purpose only in the effect that the people who actually own the slaves can do what they want to do with their property. Now, I'm just saying that, and I'm not saying that to be funny. I made that distinction because my teacher didn't understand that if these people own that property that was hypothecated to them, they got every right to do what they want to do with their property. Now, as harsh that may be, that, that may seem, well, you have to remember, we did it too. Okay? All I'm saying is Georgia. Georgia joined the Constitution. They put a clause in the Constitution saying, because Georgia was like, I'm not joining the union unless I'm able to keep my slaves because why should I have to give up my slaves in order to appease the union? Because y'all don't believe in slavery, which at the end of the day, the union wasn't about freeing the slaves. They was about trying to find another avenue on keeping the slaves without actually calling it slavery, okay? That, that's all they were. They wanted to hide the institution. And now today, they call it capitalism. So, I mean, it's just a, a different name. But in order for everybody to be on the, on the same page, they had to join the union. Georgia was like, no, I'm not joining the new union unless you can give me my rights to keep my slaves. Georgia, I read, uh, uh, what was it? I think it was some type of, uh, I think it was uh, not the Federalist Papers. It was, oh, my God, what is it? It was in one of these speeches, I think, that either Frederick Douglass gave. I think it was a, a speech that Frederick Douglass had gave, and it was talking about how the United States granted Georgia and another state 48 years uh, after the Constitution was written, 48 years to keep their slaves, and then after that they could not keep their slaves. Mm. But they gave Georgia 48 or 40 wow. years to keep their mm. slaves. That's mm -hmm. the only reason why they joined the Union. Mm -hmm. After a while, I don't necessarily know what happened. Um, if I'm wow. not mistaken, Priest was saying that everybody fought in the Civil War because they realized that Rome was coming over here and Rome was about to take over and mm -hmm. put their ass under submission. But mm -hmm. I think that was the plan the whole time because guess what? Rome is still the umbrella factor yeah. to this day. They run yeah. stuff. Right. They, right. they are the deciding factor on everything that goes on over here via edicts and bulls. All yeah. they have to do is write out an edict, what is nothing but a major executive order, and they can <laughs> shut this whole government mm -hmm. right on down with mm -hmm. no, no uh, uh, disapproval at all. Right. So, um, on, a, on another note, I'm looking at the fact that you have Georgia who owned slaves at one time, right? Mm -hmm. They, if and I was saying earlier that if they didn't, um, if they never joined the union, they would have still had the right to do what they were doing with their slaves. And right. most of them, or whoever they were, you know, were in the business of lynch mobbing and killing slaves. I would say to myself, being that they still carried the laws of angling with them, they had the right they had the right to do those things. 
they were receiving that because their jurisdiction came from the crown. So now this puts us in the mind state, uh, the mindset of making sure that we understand jurisdiction. Who calls what shots and what jurisdiction? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, well, what would it be if somehow our people, if they were smart enough to uh, form some type of organization and acquire, uh, I guess you could say write up some type of bill, they have different ways of, you know, getting mm-hmm. land. You can do it by adverse possession. There's another one, a cor- uh, cor- corporate uh, eminent domain, that's what it was, eminent domain. Eminent domain. Uh, eminent domain. Man, I, and finally, praise God, I remember it today because I couldn't remember it in my own uh, private time. Eminent domain, uh, adverse possession, um, and uh, some other thing, but just those things. They can acquire rights uh, from land through that, and they could, I guess you can say, uh, control their own areas. Mm-hmm. Create their own jurisdiction and, and patrol their own areas. Mm-hmm. That's how you get the, the the police off your block. Buy mm-hmm. the rights to your land, patrol your own area, and let these police. Did they do that with the uh, 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 what is the District of Columbia? Say that one more time. Did they do that by forming their own area, District of Columbia? Yeah, and, and I mean, well, yeah, they they, they did. And do then that. they they threw the zip code on us. That that's what pulled us in. You know. Mm. Man, I'm just sitting back here, and I just feel like, I just feel so ignorant. Mm, no, <laughs> don't feel bad. Because it's like, damn, how much I don't, how much I don't understand about the system that we live in. Yeah. But because I see it the way None that I see it do. now, it's like, man, well, <laughs> at the yeah. end of the day, it's just kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's business as usual, you know. Yeah. Just, I just say it this way: some people are like nervous about the whole martial law. Uh-huh. Yeah, you should be nervous about martial law because <laughs> at the end of the day, you have no constitutional rights if you're a subject of the jurisdiction. Yeah. However, I would say I'm looking at it like if they, if they. If they have rights over the jurisdiction, they can pretty much implement martial law just to protect, to make sure that the rights are preserved. But they're mm-hmm. only, they're only, uh, I look at it like, you know how, like, schools used to always say, well, we need to get our kids' test scores up unless mm-hmm. the state comes in and take over? Mm-hmm. Remember when the state, when they used to, I mean, I, I, I would hear our teachers say this all the time. Um, they would come back from these meetings and they would always say, yo, we got to make sure we get our kids right on these ITBS tests because if we don't get these kids to get higher scores, then the mm-hmm. states are going to come in and take over. Uh-huh. And then I look at it like, okay, well, look at it like martial law. That's exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The people who originally had jurisdiction over the land couldn't get it right, so now right. the state got the stuff in. But this is different. The state would be the military, mm. and the leader would be the general of the uh, uh, the army. Right. They would be the state acting on behalf. Of, in other words, they are uh, – how, how, how should I say this? We were talking about this in public administration one time where you outsourcing uh outsourcing uh public administration. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that indirect, in, no, they call it, in, is it indirect outsourcing or direct outsourcing? In, dang. No, indir- direct public administration or indirect public administration. Indirect public administration is when the government hires a private agency to oversee and manage a particular uh, public function, whereas in direct administration is when the federal government themselves is tangible to the people in the states and the states themselves. Mm. That is direct and indirect public administration. So, I mean, just kind of look at the government, the federal government outsourcing the 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 rule of the state to the United States military. So they are the new. Uh, they would, I guess you could say, in what we were talking about last week, Imiyaru, we were talking mm-hmm. about receivership. Mm-hmm. When they when they kind of be function like receive uh, yeah. functioning kind of through receivership. Yeah, yeah. Well, that assigned to someone else to, to 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 run it for a while temporarily. Mm-hmm. Till they get it all Yo, straight and ironed out. Yo, that's hardcore, man, Imo. Mm-hmm. That is that's a whole nother level of government. But you know mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. What this just reveals, mm-hmm. and I said it before, we can do it too, man. We got oh, so yeah. many brilliant minds on this line. We mm-hmm. just gotta learn the basics. Once right. we learn the basics and we get down packed. Y'all yeah. just don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm hearing Ema. Mm-hmm. Ema, you're sharp. And <laughs> you got uh, Gavin. You got Octia Nisha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm just ready. Just let me know. I'm ready like, to my job. I'm too, me, too. I'm ready. Yo. So we could create, print, well, print our own money. That's right. At the end of the day, it starts with us. Mm-hmm. We have to put in the work. This is why this is why I was mentioning earlier when we're talking about Black Lives Matter integrating. They they want to integrate, so mm. it would only be right for them to you know pass bills. Mm. Totally different for us because right. we're in a different jurisdiction. Right. So you know any any uh, any uh, I guess you could say uh, outreach for them to aid us as a government. We'll give them a foothold in our government, in our mm. jurisdiction. Mm. Um, and that's something that we have to be mindful for mindful of because that's how we that's how we end up being conquered in the first place. Mm. They did it through private they did it through privatization. <laughs> they did this they conquered us through privatization and then okay. once they were able to privatize us, they uh give you know, kinda uh split us up between all these different nations and mm-hmm. take our platform of government and then mm-hmm. turn it incorporated it into their own, mm-hmm. they nationalized it and made it their own. And then we, not thinking, uh, you know, as the generations passed, we on the outskirts of that privatization process and trying to figure out, well, how do we get our government, how do we get our platform back? We got to privatize it, but how do we do it? We gotta learn the means of commerce, just like everybody else. Exactly. I mean, exactly. that's just basically what it is. They yeah. did it. We taught them how to do it, and right. we gotta redo it. As a matter of fact, Emo, I wanted to share something with you while we were on the call. I noticed this. I picked this up from a brother while I was on Facebook. I'm, I want to ask every one of you guys who are on this line to check this out. If you haven't, 
uh, and I think I may have mentioned it to you, uh, ran it by you one time before. It's in the book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 26. Are you familiar with that scripture when they were, when B, I think it was Beor, he prophesied. I didn't find this out until the brother posted it online. If I can remember this guy's name, I will tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Or prophesied that Chittim would enslave Syria and Israel. Okay. And what ended up happening in the book of Maccabees, Alexander, and then it says, and so it happened that that Alexander of Macedon came up from Chittim and he and he besieged them. So they prophesied this years before Israel even became a kingdom. Right. <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but, but you know what's, the priests what? The priest made the atonement for all that, didn't they? Ma'am? The priest made the atonement for the sons of Israel. Yeah. The, the whole congregation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that? Because for the longest time, I was still trying to figure out how anybody even how Alexander of Macedon even uh, attempted to get over, uh, even thought about even getting over there. But it was prophesied. Chittim mm-hmm. was prophesied to conquer Syria and uh, mm-hmm. Syria and Israel. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, it's in history. Because Pompey, mm-hmm. who was uh, granted precinct, uh, prefecture over the precinct, which uh, uh, Judea became a precinct, he was mm-hmm. granted Prefecture over Syria, and he besieged Israel as a client state. Israel mm. and Syria became subject to the jurisdiction of Rome by wow. uh, establishment of them being a precinct. Wow. Yo, all I'm saying is, once we learn and we function as a, uh, we function just with the little general stuff that priest is giving us, the real estate privatization will be nothing because mm. all privatization is. All privatization is is outsourcing work that kind of look at it like what the United States do with the quote unquote Ishikar Wright brothers. The jobs mm-hmm. that we don't want, they outsource them to the you know Ishikar Wright brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to do it. Yeah. So guess what we I gonna got do? Since right. they got property lying around that they're trying to get rid of, hell, I say let's buy it and mm-hmm. let's incorporate it. That's what we gonna be good at. Right. Let's right. be good at if we're gonna be good at something. Hell, let's be good at that because we were always good at that. Mm-hmm. Let's just be good at that again. Man, man, <laughs> like I'm telling y'all, man, we can do this. We yeah, just gotta it, stick to these studies, man. We got it. Yeah, we, I'm we, fired we up right now, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got an adrenaline. I think that's one of the signs yo. of um, uh, 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 the mind state change. You know that new status within you. You know it's got to be in you. You know, we yeah, can do the paperwork, but it's got to be Y'all done, you man, y'all, you ain't got no rules. Something me, I'm sitting here like, yeah. ooh, ooh. Yeah, But you yeah. know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to humble myself because at the end of the day, we talked about this yesterday. We talked about one foot in, one foot out. Mm-hmm. Everyone's one foot in, one foot out of the situation. I always right. say uh, you got to be mindful of your intentions. So I look at it like, oh, yeah. you know what, as long as, like even Yoru said, we can use this as a we can use the court as a, a, a utility, just you know to facilitate what we need to get done. And respect to be, the you got to respect the courts. You know you got to respect the courts. Oh, you know, 
You know, a lot of people think, you know, these so-called sovereigns and Moorish people, they go up in there and try to quote all this crap and talk all that mess. You know, that's why they just totally ignored their behinds because they're, first of all, they're not respectful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to respect, respect everybody within the courts. You know, lay out what you got and let's get it on. You know what I'm saying? You you know what's so interesting about what you just said? And I want to mm-hmm. get you guys' opinion about this. If you ever read the scriptures, mm-hmm. pay attention to the people who were held in captivity who were leaders, right, who were held in captivity. Do you notice? that every time they were held captive, you never read about them, uh, I guess you can say, kind of uh, defying their authority figure Mm-mm, unless it was contradistinction to the, the jurisdiction that they were under themselves because, remind right. you now, they still, even though they were held captive, mm-hmm. it didn't strip them of their right to practice their laws and their customs. Right. Okay? That only happened after the nation was uh, uh, went through this whole capitalization process or, or, corp- or capital punishment. Aside mm-hmm. from that, you ever notice that every leader in those books never mm-hmm. just defied their uh, the, the, defied the people who ruled over them. No, they, they always did. showed they were always yes, they uh, they, they always uh, were uh, like okay, um, uh, Meshach uh, uh, or uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were granted certain privileges by that particular king, mm-hmm. and they respected him to a certain degree when it impeded on their customs because they there was just certain things that they wouldn't do. But aside aside of that, they didn't say I'm gonna go and shoot the police. Mm-mm. They didn't say I'm just gonna I'm not gonna do what they say. Nope. They nope. did what they 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 did what they did. They followed the law to preserve their own conscience. Because at the end of the day, they knew that if any wrong move, that's the end of their life, and everything mm-hmm. else would just be of no purpose. Because the purpose of them was to get in, was they were in debt, they they pay off the debt and get out. Right. That's it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so, the truth. So they didn't lose everything. They just they just were held captive until they paid off a particular debt. Once that mm-hmm. debt was paid off and they served their time for it, mm-hmm. they were gone. But mm-hmm. Even when they were in captivity, and you can read some of this stuff. I've read where one of the kings, just the other day, I was reading in the scriptures where one of the kings purchased a property mm-hmm. while he was in the prison of the court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Had the, had the witnesses there to, uh, uh, had the witnesses there uh, to attest to the fact that he bought the property had the notary there to seal the deal. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Man. Mm. These people still respected the authority. Now, I'm not saying you'd be a pushover, but, I mean, come on. At the right. end of the day, and I wanted to mention this because some of my, I don't know if some of my students are on here, but some of my students have a lesson that will be in conjunction of what we're discussing at this very particular moment. I got so many questions to ask them next week. They don't know what angle I'm coming from. I hope if one of my students is on here, I hope they pay attention to what we're talking about because I guarantee you it's going to come back up because what it comes down to is basic understanding and respecting the law. Right, exactly. Once you respect the law, it will respect you back. That's you the see bottom what I'm saying? Line. That's it's the just bottom the line. line. So yeah. 
Yeah. Again, aside from that, man, I just I'm sorry to belabor the moment, you guys. I want to open up the floor again, if it's at all possible. Please forgive me for for for, for talking too much. I'm just y'all just got me hyped up, emo. You yeah. got me hyped up, Gavin. Hey. You got me hyped up, man. I just I want to open I, up. I just want to say that I appreciate you and all the others on here for um for the uh, uh you know for the display of uh, ongoing learning. And, you yes, know, as, you know, the things you guys bring forth, I'm learning. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Uh, you know, we all have a faucet of what we've been through and our experiences and our knowledge, and we combine them together because not one of us on here knows it all. You That's know, but, right. But, you know, when yeah. someone says something like our Gavin or you or Sister Anisha or something, it, 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 it makes that light bulb go off. And, you know, I kind of visualize it as we had up in our compounds of our minds this black light, you know, and... The black light, you know, once someone starts scratching away a little bit at, at it each time, more and more light shines through until totally the light has become an all-white or glows, you know. So I, I think, you know, your profound understanding of it is, is just amazing, you know, with the combinedness of all the other guys and sisters, the brothers and sisters on here. I'm learning as I go along each day. But I do know that with law, you know, the, the big difference between wanting to be a sovereign and, and to be, to understand and know law and act upon it is, it's a big difference there. You know, and, right. they, and you know, and, and you hear all these people, because I hear still Negroes talking about, I want to be sovereign or I'm a member of the sovereign <laughs> group, you know what I'm saying? And right. we know for a fact what sovereign means, you know, and right. who it's supposed to be applied to. And then when mm -hmm. they get before the courts and they throw all this uh, gobbledygook is what it is on the court mm -hmm. system, they laugh mm -hmm. at them, you know, and I see that we have we we've transcended that that mindset, you know. Yes, yes you know, we're coming upon uh, uh, an understanding. You know what, brother priest? You know, profoundly, he says the most important thing on how we can overcome is to do it as a group. You know what I'm saying? Yes, as collective yes, group. Don't you think? Yeah, emo. Mm -hmm. I can't say it better, honestly. Yeah. We just have to do it. I mean, as anything, a group. you know, anything. acquiring land or, or or getting this or getting that. We got to, we, you know, because one man is not an island by himself. We can't do it by ourselves. You know, I mean, I know some of us, not necessarily us here in the nation, but I know people, Negroes in general, want to be the first one to do something. But look how much greater it is when we do it as a group. I mean, from yes. studying law to to purchase or acquiring something or just building a nation. You know what man. I'm saying? I'm sitting here and I'm looking at so much our people could actually do. Shut down this whole, actually, whole thing. Yes, if they could <laughs> sit down and actually just reason yeah. with each other mm -hmm. and actually kind of just talk to. Number one, I'm going to be honest with you, they really got to get this hate out of their hearts. It really knew. I mean, because honestly, that's too. That's another added stress on top of the fact that you really don't understand what you're doing. That's another mm -hmm, added stress. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then on top of the fact that you haven't really gotten nothing done with all the stuff you're supposedly putting in place, that's another added stress. Right. You right. got so much added stress on on top of so much added stress mm -hmm. that you are doing nothing but making your you are adding more misery to your life by yourself. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. making your life miserable. You haven't wow. taken the time to actually understand what you are doing. Like, y'all, go sit down for a minute. Mm -hmm. Go and pick up a book and mm -hmm. read it. And right. then when you're done, go back, 
to the drawing board. Right. Figure out why whatever it is that you've done hadn't worked. Because obviously, if y'all been watching for four, three, two years, and y'all ain't pass a bill, Black Lives, Blue, Blue Lives Matter pass a bill to put y'all in a position where if you even so much as breathe on these police the wrong way, and they're waiting. These people get open fire on you and can be, and, and, and guess what? And they can be, they can have immunity now. They can have mm-hmm. immunity now because not enough has to build to basically protect them against hate crimes if they feel like you are committing a hate crime. Mm-hmm. First thing they'll say is you're, they don't even necessarily have to say you're being a racist. They're saying you hate cops. So you, mm-hmm. since you hate cops, I can defend myself. Boom, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, yeah. wake up, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> you know, I see somebody with a T-shirt that says, buy black or die. <laughs> they pass that out now, you know, buy black or die. I said, boy, these Negroes are something <laughs> hard. But uh, I wanted to throw something out there. Um, some of the things that I talk about, I don't know anything. I just go by experience. So if you find anything that is against what I said, please let me know so I can correct myself and make sure that I give it right. You know, I'm just going through my experiences and some of the things that I've uh, been a part of and also researched and used. So I want to put that out there. But, Brother, I want to kind of change the subject a little bit right quick before we all yes, talk ma'am. here. Yes, ma'am. Yes, um, ma'am. I, I, I want to I wanna share something with you guys because I think it's beautiful. Uh, the Testament of Judah. Are you familiar with the Testament of Judah? The I've read it. Of Jacob I've read it twice. Yes, ma'am. I've read it twice, but I, I don't remember all of it. I mean, what I'm saying is it's amazing, and it, it describes us Negroes to the T, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if uh, Brother Gavin or anybody else on here is familiar with the, the Judah and the Testament of Judah, along with the other 12 tribes. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, you know, and I was talking to Brother Priest the other day. I said, you know, we did some magnificent, awesome things. What happened to us? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Judah, uh, his son, you know, Judah was a, a bad mamma jamma. You know, yeah. he, he overtook kings, him and his brothers, uh, yeah. Levi and all of them. You know, he, he slew lions, and, yeah. you know, I mean, he was just an awesome man. What happened to us? All we do, we utilize that um, aspect of us where we're athletic and, you know, we have the agility to run and jump and all that, but we're not channeling our natural abilities in the right way. You know, that's why I kind of look at us as like they got us as lions in a cage, you know, taking yeah. us and, you know, cracking that whip, you know. So yep. I, was, I was looking at this video the other night where these, um, this man and this woman were in the, in, in the circus and they was in this big old cage and they had, uh, it was like five lions. Four was already, well, three was already sitting on the thing when they started videotaping. The fourth lion came out and got up on his podium. Then the fifth lion came out. You could tell he had an attitude. It was like he really had an attitude. So he gets up on his podium, and then they was working with the other lions, and then they came over towards him, the one that had attitude, and the other lion that was sitting to him, they came out before him. And, and, and it was weird because the lion that had attitude, he looked at the lion that came out before him and did a kind of like a suggestion, you know, a gesture. So finally mm-hmm. when they, the, the two trainers came over, female and male, that lion that had an attitude jumped down and charged them. Okay, he actually literally charged them. The other lion that was came out before him kind of went and, you know, said, okay, I'll kind of help you. The other lions, they kind of sit up on the podium looking all silly like, am I really a lion? Am I supposed to attack? You know, they was just, you know, just there, you know. But that one that had that attitude made a difference. You know what I'm saying? 
not an mm-hmm. attitude of, uh, of destroy or go out here and kill another policeman or anything, but the attitude, I'm going to make a difference, I'm going to change this stuff around. You know, and us going there talking about we got to kill an eye for an eye, two for a tooth, that's not the way it works. Because what that does, that amps them up, blue lives matter, to come after us even more stronger, come at us, don't you think? Emma, I was just sitting here thinking about something, and I was just like, <laughs> you know what would be more even interesting? Is if our brothers and sisters understood that I for nine, two for two could be carried out in prayer of belief, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah. it could have, that's how it should be carried out. Yeah. If you really want to do those things, you can do it, but you, well, let me, let me stop because I'm not going to. I'm not yeah. going to say that because yeah. I, I don't want to be, you know, right. putting people in the wrong direction, and I don't right. give out legal advice. So I'm going to stop there. Yeah. But I yeah. will say this. If our brothers and sisters had any common sense, they would put down the sign, mm-hmm. and they would go back to the drawing board and just figure out. Hell, they could figure, ask the police, ask the uh, Blue Lives Matter what they did. They went mm-hmm. past the bill just recently. Ask them what they did, or ask your local congressman what they usually do or how to get a bill passed. Mm. Somebody in those crowds know how a bill gets passed. And the mm. fact that they haven't got one passed yet really <laughs> says a lot about their agenda. And, and, and at the end of the day, it does make them look like a quote-unquote terrorist group. Mm-hmm. And the fact that because you are creating civil unrest, because you have no agenda. What is right. your political agenda? What is it based right. on? They don't have is one. it on paper? You gotta right. tell people what it is that you want. Otherwise, if you throwing a tantrum and nobody knows what you want, they're looking like you really just upsetting the peace. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean you I mean, kind of look at it like just kinda of look at it from that perspective. I know yeah. what they're doing. I, I don't get me wrong, I think that Seeing them get out there and march is beautiful because I get to see it in my time, but there's a fine line between marching all the time and then marching and actually carrying out the political agenda. You guys got too many hands on these on these platforms, and you know, for you guys to not be getting anything done. Right. Um, but aside yeah. from that. I, I wanted to say another thing while we out here <laughs> marching and talking crap and disrespecting the police now. Uh, they, the technology, you know, um, I get into technology because, you know, forever our world is changing and things mm-hmm. are coming about that we're not aware of that, you know, I, I want to bring to light because I'm going to, I think I'm going to maybe do this for news or either um, in a newsletter or something. But anyway, they've got a couple of new technologies that are coming out. I wanted to kind of bring to everybody's attention that one is the um, flyby. It's a wearable virtual reality drone that, you know, it'd it be, it's uh, like you have a wrist-like thing on and, you know, it can you can hit it, push it with a kind of like a little joystick and it takes off and it can capture you. It's, it's the next thing, best thing for, of selfies, you know, and okay. you can look it up on Flyby, F-L-Y-B-I, or Nixie. And it is, it's a, it's attached to your wrist, and it's a little bitty drone, and you can release it, and it'll go to, it'll take pictures of you, whatever you want it to do, then it'll return to your wrist. That's one thing, and then also they got what uh, for women particularly, it's called NIMB, N I M B, N as a Nancy, I M B. It's a safety ring. 
In other okay. words, you know, you don't have to pull out your phone to try to call 911. That ring is on your finger, and then it's like a little button you press, and it will contact your friends or police or whatever, and right wherever you're at, they'll be able to focus in on where you're at and possibly save your life. You know what I'm saying? And then another thing, Nimrod, I mean, the Islamic State, they're destroying history. This is just in the news. Um, they're destroying a lot of Nimrod you know, the city of Nimrod, as well as yeah, Hatra, right. or Patra, Hatra. Yeah, they're ripping apart the statues and everything. Go look that up. That's very interesting. And I yield. Thank you so much, Emo. I'm, well, when I get a uh, chance, I'm going to look that up. Uh, could you say that name one more time, though? Which which one? The na- the last name that you just mentioned. Uh, for, for which one? I mean, was it for um, uh, the Islamic State? Yes. Okay, yeah, so it's a news article that um, the Islamic State is destroying history. They're blowing up all the statues over and stuff, and they're tearing apart oh. the artifacts and the buildings, and it's, it's dealing with the city of Nimrod. And also Hatra, or Hatra, Patra, Hatra, they're, just, they're, okay. ripping apart, they're ripping apart the statues and everything. And that's kind of interesting, don't you think, right now, about right now, to a particular point? <laughs> I think that's pretty <laughs> dang on pretty interesting. I think yeah. the, the question needs to act is, why would the Islamic State, quote unquote, the Islamic State, mm-hmm. want to destroy any of that, uh, any of those of that uh, artifacts and stuff over there? Right. Considering the fact that that stuff has been over there way long, and the is the Muslims never thought about bothering that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Muslims who've been living in that area for all those hundred thousands of years, mm-hmm. they know that stuff was over there. They never even touched it. Now yeah. all of a sudden, we right. have the Islamic State, Islamic State, over mm-hmm. there, uh, uh, destroying uh, property. Mm-hmm. 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 But why are you destroying property that are, uh, uh, I guess you can say, mark? Uh, 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 I guess you can say like a boundary mm-hmm. or trademarks uh, of a particular culture. Um, of a particular um, of a particular history, mm-hmm. you know why I realize they're doing it. Now that I think about it, and just hypothetically speaking, I think they're destroying that stuff, and I think it's a particular group that's destroying it that's calling themselves the Islamic State, mm-hmm. uh, or they're acting under the guise of an Islamic State, mm-hmm. and they are destroying that stuff because they know that we're waking up, and if we can find anything to tie ourselves to the east. Anything that looks like us or anything that tells that we've been over there mm-hmm. or anything that would give accreditation to the scriptures, they mm-hmm. want to get rid of it because right. they want to make sure that they have the power of information. As long as they can control what the information is, where the information is coming from, and who it is about, mm-hmm. then they got power. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they destroying them temples and stuff, the ones that were to bow and all that. So, you know, maybe they cleaning up for the way the true Hebrews, Israelites. <laughs> Yo, Emo, and the rest of you guys, I want to open up the floor on this. Has anybody on this line heard of the first African Baptist church in Savannah, Georgia? Mm-mm. Any, any of the brothers that are online, have you, any of you brothers, uh, Gavin, uh, uh, um, uh, um, uh, Alex, uh, Sister Anisha, um, any of you guys, have you ever heard of no, the I haven't. No, no, no. Uh, Gavin, have you? 
He might still be on mute. Al-Kakim, what about you, brother? He's I haven't heard there. of it. Never heard of it? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm I'm in this area. I'm in the area. Um I actually uh work near that uh that church. Now I don't go I went on I went on a field trips to this church years ago, like when I was a kid, um, with our school. And I n- never really thought too much about it, right? Someone posted just yesterday on Facebook. The pews of the church. Now, if, if anyone's not familiar with the First African Baptist Church, it is a historic black church that was recognized for hiding slaves during the time of slavery. I didn't know you call that. Do you know that on these pews, there is Hebrew writing on, on the pews? I'm on a conference call right now still. I just found this out the other day. There is Hebrew writing on the side of every pew wow. that is in that church. Wow. It's written in, it's not even, the guy I wanted to say is cuneiform, but I'm going to tell you what it looked like. It was Arabic. Mm. It looked at Arabic. It was, he, I was like, when I looked wow. at the week, because I thought it was a bunch of scratches. It's not scratches because you can actually see the way, you can see the, 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 uh, the the curves you can see the dots wow. you can see where every like literally you can see this stuff but it's it's kind of faint so you mm-hmm. can't necessarily make out make it out wow. but you can see that it's there because it's lighter than the actual pew the pew is like wow. a, like a uh, it's not a cherry wood it's um I don't know what kind of wood it is but it's lighter than the wood you can see the writing going there and I was looking at it I was like yo you can't that can't be real. Mind you, I knew that the slaves frequent that church. Everyone, wow. everyone who is a tourist or anyone who comes down here, you have people who actually attend the church Sunday, every Sunday. Wow. How many of those brothers and sisters in that church know that they're actually sitting on Hebrew history. information, mm-hmm. Hebrew history? Wow. How many of those brothers or sisters ever thought to ask if those brothers or sisters that, got, that were slaves that were in those churches were actually Israelites. Wow. <laughs> I never even thought to gave two thoughts about it. Wow. Until I saw that, like, I was like bugged out because I was just like, yo, that's Hebrew writing. Right. You can see it. And, and I'm pretty sure if you got a Jewish rabbi in there, they could attest to that. Like, I, I wish I would have snapshot. I, I wish I would have snapshot that, that, that photo. As a matter of fact, wait, I think I did. Wait, hold on, wait. All ain't lost. I might have did. Give me a second. I might have did. Did you see it with your own eyes? Yeah, they, someone snapshot the picture. I mean, well, I can go down there tomorrow and I can go into church and look because I think they like they open it up to the public sometimes. Mm-hmm. I can go in there and snapshot it, but someone snapshot the pictures of the chairs wow. on, and, and put it on Facebook. And someone, I, I don't know if they were in our area or not, but they was like, yo, look what I found. In Savannah, Georgia, the church, and I was just like, "Yo, that's our church." They was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, do you know that I found uh, in the uh, First African Baptist Church, which is in Savannah, Georgia, where they have Hebrew writing on the uh, on the pews?" And I'm looking like, you know what? Dang, I never thought about. It. And I'm looking at the chairs, and it's just nothing but Hebrew writing all yeah. down the side of the chairs. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
yo, because I was sitting there like, yo, this cannot be real. Wow. So we left traces of everything that we were, or no, everything that we are, we we left it in certain places. Mm-hmm. How wow. much you want to bet they're going to try to apply plausible deniability to it? Oh, no, that's not Arabic. That's Islamic. <laughs> or wow. that's not Hebrew. Yeah, that is Islamic. That's Arabic. These people were Arabic. They were Muslims. What Muslims do you know got brought over here in the slave trade? If they were Muslims, they weren't recognized as Muslims. They were recognized as Sarsans who were Muslims, and these Sarsans were still considered Easterners who were Israelites. You had some some Israelites that were called Sarsans, and you had some Arabs that were called Sarsans too, but mostly if if you go get that book, Nature Knows No Color Lines, that shows you where the word Sarsen was a was actually a title of uh, mm. like that Maurice Moritz Moors Moors Mor uh, Morris like those are names that were uh, uh, titles of the black nobility. Okay, mm. Sarsen was used too. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and it was used for dark skin. It was used for Negroes. Mm. So man, look, they. This information is out there. I I want to open up the floor again for any topics. I don't want to, to be the only person uh being long-winded. Does anybody got any topic that they want to put on the uh, table? Because it's like, uh, man, wait, what time is it? It is. Yo, it's 1035? Yeah. Man, we got it in the night, 1035. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's not bad at all. No, I'm a... Um, um, I'm going to get ready to exit. i got to get up in the morning. But, uh, you know, I, I've learned a lot. You you know, you guys on here, everybody is just awesome. And I Thank you, Emo. Well, Thank you, you know, I mean, you know, as old as my behind is, you know, I should know a few little things anyway, you know. Man, Emo. But and and, uh, and uh, Gavin, mm-hmm. thank you yeah. for bringing that up, too, because I swear, brother, I'm sitting yeah. here and I'm like, I never thought about that. I I never would have thought about that. Now, at first, when he read, when he first read this months ago, I didn't really, I didn't even. No problem, brother. Sit here and think about it, brother. Thank you. Uh, I'm telling you, thank you. Yeah. Because I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, when I get off this phone, I'm about to go crazy. Stuff I be thinking about though, like on a daily, man. Like I'm sitting in, concentrating on a lot of stuff. I, I, Gavin, I want to verify something. I could be wrong, but uh, Monday when we was in the business meeting, did not Brother Priest say that uh, – who did he say to talk to as far as, you know, uh, people that, you know, you've talked to that want to enter into the nation? Who was – what names did he call? Um, He said Brother Cedric and he said Sister Ema. Okay. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, I was telling Brother about it, I, and he said it a couple of times, so I was just letting him, you know, letting Ox Cedric know. Did you ever hear yeah. back from the brother? No, that's why I didn't call you. I'm sorry that I didn't call you back. I didn't get to call you back because I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was just waiting for him to call me. I left the best voice message. Okay. He never got back to me, so I was like, Yeah, well, if he gets back with I'm you, you know, let us know. We'll get together and, you know, okay. try to. Well, uh, okay. Um, well, we'll we'll uh, uh, work on what we need to work on as far yeah. as making sure that he's uh, he's able to get in, brother. Uh, okay, uh, just, okay. Just, uh, I'm sorry, great brother. No, I was saying okay, yeah, definitely, because he's 
he sounds like a real he's eager and he's very very willing to absorb information because he mm-hmm. he said, "Man, this is what I'm looking for." Oh my god, you know, he was very excited. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, if he if you if you rub off on him, brother, I think he'll be in good shape. I oh, think yeah. he'll be in good shape. Oh, definitely, definitely. So. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I tell you, both of you guys, like, y'all don't even know mm-hmm. what y'all done sparked in me. I'm sitting here like. If I may. If I in the room right now, you know, but. um, If I, I, I may. Yeah, right. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm inspired to... by you a lot, too. I mean. Oh, you know, yeah. Brother, brother Cedric stuff... is on the ball. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just. You know, I, mean, I don't really know a lot of the terminology. I, I know a lot, but I don't. I've not dug into a lot of stuff that I do know surface wise. Yeah. So uh-huh. I see that you, you get into it a little bit more deeper. Yes, he do. He uh, takes it serious. I just, I'm just, Good. for me, it's just connecting the dots. For me, I just want to be able to connect the dots just with the little bit that Priest, with, no, not with the little bit, with the lot that he's given us. The, the, the major stuff that this man has given us, I just kind of like, if I hear something that sounds familiar, and I'm able to see the characteristics in there. I'll connect the dots. Man. I'll connect the dots because I'm just like, well, dang, okay, it's a repeat. They're yeah. just calling it something different and, and you're using different areas, but I don't want to talk too much emo. The most high, he, he, he repeats himself in every fashion form. But I want, if I may, I would like to throw a um, shout-out to Brother Hakeem because he's doing a wonderful job in the areas that he's focused on. And if it wasn't for him, I'm telling you. He's the bomb, you know, in Gilly, and I want to thank him um, very much for all that he's doing, you know, for the nation as well, you know. I mean, and I don't know. I don't know who guest for us. I'm thinking it's a brother. Uh, it might be Brother um, uh, Kedrick, you know. He's always been yeah, all, all Kedrick is, I call him I call and him that's him. He's criminal. always diligent and, and dedicated, and he listens, and he's there uh, absorbing and taking in, you know, and uh, he's on top of it, too. So I want to give a shout-out to all our brothers and sisters that may be on here, you know, for what they you know, what they do for this nation, uh, whether they speak a lot or not. I, I, I know that they're absorbing this information and applying or using it or doing what they got to do uh, to make everything work on the, um, on the borders of uh, – what we're doing here, you know. I want to say thank you to them too uh, no for problem. all their great services and diligence. I, I want to pull. Yes, sir. I got You want to say something, brother? Yes, sir. I, I'm sorry to cut you. I just want to. I want to ask. You know, um, I don't know if you could give away the information or not, but uh, for those who are still in Cedar Thought like me and uh, you know others in the, in the junior junior classes, I want to say or the beginner classes. Mm-hmm. Are you guys? For, for, for those, for you, Sister Ema and and, and uh, brother, are you guys learning, or do you? Is there a way to discontinue from working the civilian life and and getting putting everything in private, but printing printing your own you know currency? I would say do, doing it with through trust, you know, like. Getting, I'm, real estate and property and putting everything in 
in that value system because I'm like wanting to do this like yesterday. I'm just tired of. But, but yeah, we're we're in that process. But brother, I have to tell you, we took the same steps you took. We took the same yep. path you took, and we're still learning. And it's a process. You just you know these are things that just don't come overnight. You know it's it a process. And if you if within your heart, mind, and soul, if it's in you or you you allowing it to become a part of you, getting rid of that alter ego or that ego that we have had in the world, uh, all of this. You know your studies and whatever you're doing is is working towards that ultimate goal, which we all are. You know it's gonna it's gonna manifest one day, but you have to take it step by step, like a little baby. You know, and we're we're, gonna, we're on the same road, still taking it step by step. I guess the best way to kind of put it to you, all, Gavin, is yes, uh, it is definitely possible. Um, the curriculum is set up in a way that you most definitely can achieve that. Yeah. But, again, as Ima Yavu was saying, we all, uh, I guess you could say we're all going through the exact same stuff that you're going through. Yeah. Because of the simple fact that Priest has set up, the way that he has structured the system is by learning mm-hmm. and learning right. it through a university. Because what it does right. is it makes the university a functionality. If we didn't have, if we don't have a university for, to facilitate the learning process, mm-hmm. then it would just be regular conference calls. We mm-hmm. used to do that. That right. hired priests out. Mm-hmm. Could right. you imagine getting on a call every single day, having to say this stuff over and over and over? Mm-hmm. I know it must have ran priests crazy. Yeah. But what happens is he had to, he had to create a, he had to create an instrument that could teach. Right. He can, he can teach, but he teaching through the words, the words itself are teaching, or let me just he created the classes. The classes mm-hmm. are going to teach you how to do it. That is what's going to facilitate the learning process. And, and it's accredited. It's accredited. It's accredited. So mm. don't get it twisted, brother. You are going to be able to do what it is that you're doing. And, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll say this. Maybe I'll say Brother Cedric, is question. it not also the um, the pace of the the, the learner and you know, how far they advance? I'll say this almost definitely. This is why I always urge all my students, please, it's getting to a point in the way, and I hope you hear me good. He priest has got it set up now, now where take advantage of doing your lessons because you right. will be graded on these things. Right. And because it's set up that way, that could make or break you in terms of you moving up in your upper-level right. classes. Just kind of think go. about it as going through a regular university. If you right. don't do your work, you don't get a grade. If you don't get a grade, you don't get assessed. If you don't get assessed, you don't pass. And if you don't right. pass, you don't learn. You don't nothing. move. Right. You don't move. So yeah. please understand what it is that he's trying to implement because not only is he trying to implement a university, he's also trying to teach you civil government. If we don't have a school, do you understand that all public servants had to go through a training process? They had to. This is how they became our trustees. If he can't ensure trusteeship by instituting it through a university, where are you going to get your, how should I say this, who can, who can, where are you going to get your license uh, to do what you're going to do? When you walk across the university stage, your peers 
have deemed you competent in whatever it is that you got your degree in. If you did not go to a university, don't expect to become a lawyer just because you go on Google and do it. Number one, because you don't have the accreditation to do it. Right. So he's trying to get you accredited to do what it is that you want to do. And I want to add one more thing to that. It's not only what you learn, but the application also. Right. Bingo. That's definitely important. So I don't think that... You know, is you may think it. <laughs> Let's be honest with you, brother. Please believe you me. It took me. I got in tribes to officially got in tribes in 2013. I'm now in 303. It's 2016. Don't think I just went there through. It was no breeze. Mm-hmm. And 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 even to learn trust. I only learned that in my upper-level classes. So don't think I just got it in nucleus. Please do not be fooled. And it ain't I'm easy. A, and it is not easier. It, it, it is not as easy as you may think. It. And then again, don't get me wrong, because you got some people who have background in business. So it may be easy in certain areas, but the execution right. and application process may be different when trying to apply it in a, you know, a court debt with something else. So that's why you've got to learn the, uh, the fundamentals. And I will also say this. It is wiser to go through a university when you're doing uh, trying to become an Aboriginal national because a priest is responsible for making sure that you get out here to do what you want to do in terms of being the sovereign and you fail, it's going to kind of be a reflection on him. In, in terms of what he has taught you. So be mindful that he's doing it through the structure of a university to make sure that you get the you get the you get the the learning that you actually need to make sure that you're prepared to go out there. Cause this is not uh what you call ISUPKs, we meet up a couple of times a couple of nights and meet and then we just go out on the street and just yell at people with books in our hand. Mm-hmm. No. We if we're gonna do I'm sorry, go ahead, Emo. And, and the main thing is, are you, you have to be equipped or are you ready or will you be ready to stand before that magistrate or that, that judge or that court, you know, to right. uh, declare on the record who you really are, you know. And, that's, yeah. and I'm sorry to cut you off, and that's what I really wanted to ask. Really, I wanted to get it done before this year is over, to say the truth, because I, I think this is, this, this is my year significantly to, do I make a lot of changes in my life? And that's like number one. I, I really want to know how to register and get it done, man, in the courts and uh, get my so, social security. You know, know, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. I'm going to cut you off. I apologize. I don't, know, I don't know if I have to also file for my to change my social, you know. Or, uh, no. You, you can't do that. No. no, you can't do that no way. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's you. That's too. Yeah, that's sure. That's you. Yeah, let me just say this, out, brother. Let me just say this, brother. I, uh, thought, you, I thought we were getting rid of our social and getting a new idea. No, 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 no. You'll find out all that in time. It all comes. Okay, let me just say this to you, brother. You, This is why the university is set up. Let me just put it to you like that. So, yeah. Don't worry about what you think you have to hurry up and do. Right. Because as long as you're under a jurisdiction that offers you 
uh, immunity against persecution, right. you don't uh-huh. have to rush yourself into right. doing it. You're wise to stay on your P's and Q's because right. unless we call for you to sit in a certain office, you'll be ready to do it. But right. don't feel like you have to rush it. Trust me, you right. don't have to rush it. No. It okay. comes to you. But I can guarantee you that stay up on your studies because it's only going to help you. But let me just say this, brother. No, 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 no. You do not have to get rid of your Social Security number. Anybody mm-hmm. else on here, you do not get – first of all, you're not even going to get rid of your Social Security they ain't number. They allow it. Can't. They're not going to allow it. And you just can't. Mm-hmm. Just put it to you like that. You just can't. But that's a story for that's, for those in, who are in the uh, lower degrees. That's something you deal with. When you get in your upper level classes, I cannot teach that on this line. This is not a platform for it. Uh, I just, you know, clearing the air for that because I don't want anybody, you know, mistake this for a class. Uh, Aside from that, brother, don't rush perfection. Let nature take its course. You got the time. Trust you me because, Mm -hmm. believe it or not, you're more safer than the ones who are not in here Mm -hmm. because they're still – they don't have a political asylum. Mm-hmm. That is what is protecting you and giving you the time to do what you need to do. Right. Political asylum is covering you. So right. don't worry about rushing it. It will, trust me, you will get there. And yeah. as a matter, and if priests see where he need to push, you know, kind of pump the uh, gas on it, don't worry. You'll have your chance. But yeah. I will also say to you this, as Ima Yaru said, you better be ready. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> for all that knowledge and stuff that you acquire, when you acquire it, comes more responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Ima, and you know Ima. We know all too well. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it like that. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. You are okay. Yeah. But if you do, if, if it is at all any consolation in the near future, Priests will have study groups set up for you guys who are in the lower degrees and the uh, care in the lower and the uh, degrees uh, adjacent to it, so that you guys can make sure that you keep up with your studies and grow with that information. Right, it's going to help everybody. Aside right. from all of that, I wanted to pose this question to our Alex. Our Alex is a fairly new brother. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that brother to be in here not really understanding what the heck we're talking about. Um, the 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 reason why that is is because at the end of the day, it helps if we can relate to each other. And I know that sometimes, like, even tonight, yo, if I wasn't me, and I was hearing myself talk to Ima Yaru, I would have hung up the phone. Because I'm, like, I'm like, this nigga would need to hush up. Like, what the hell is he talking about? I don't even know what he's talking about. But because I, under, I, I was able to catch what Ima and uh, uh, um, uh, Gavin was saying, I, I get it. So I just want to pose a question to our Alex. Our Alex, are you on, brother? Slow, I'm on, brother. Yes, sir. And um, and after I ask this question, I don't. I'm not gonna keep us here long because I know it's late and we don't have to be on here long. I want to ask this question to you, brother. Are in the time that you spent uh, at tribes, do you feel that 
how do you feel that the way that you see things are have changed? Do you feel like there? Do do you see things any anything different by being here? Like, what are your insights? Like, what are your thoughts about what you've been able to experience with us? Man, I believe that. I know, man. I mean, I mean, I was just listening to you guys. I love it, man. The way you guys express the law, letting me know that I definitely need to get my blood and hit the books a little bit more on the law to understand that, so I could be able to express it. I definitely love that, and I mean, you guys been like, y'all been helping me like strive and go forth, and 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 like tonight. Listening to the brother, you just let me know that hey, hey, don't rush for nothing. So I'm definitely right. gonna take my time because I'm thinking yeah. about that too. No, listen, I was thinking about that too, and I got what he was talking about. Far as do we got to get rid of our social security uh, now and all that? I know everything about that, but I was just listening because I, I get a lot when I listen. You know what I'm saying? Let me know that mm-hmm. I'm headed in the right direction. Also, mm-hmm. let me know that. I'm with the right family. Even listening mm-hmm. to the sister talk, let me know that, man, I love it. Definitely hitting a, a woman, like, express law and know it. Man, I'm looking like, man, I, I want to hit the book. I'm, I'm laughing at you. So I'm like, you know what? This is good. So let me just shut up, listen, and go ahead and get all this information that I need and just let me know, hey, study, study, study. Mm-hmm. Utilize mm-hmm. that university that pre-set up for us, you know Please. what I'm saying? And, um, I'm so, that's, I mean, that's what it is for me because I was thinking like the brother, you know, I, I'm not trying to rush anything. I'm just taking my time. I'm trying to learn this law stuff. I'm trying to, you know, learn about my nationality, and I'm just trying to, you know, be the best man that I could be and be a, a bigger help, you know, as far as for the nation. So, yes, I, got, I gained a lot. I'm trying to Yes, sir. Uh, Hallelujah. You were going to say something, brother? Okay, I don't think so. That's beautiful. Uh, That's beautiful. Yes, indeed. And you're on the right track because a lot of people, you know, when they hear uh, that people are teaching sovereignty or this nation is doing this and that and other, their first focus is how can I become free? See, mm-hmm. but, you know, the most important thing to becoming free is that mind. you got to free yeah. your mind. you got to let, instead of be brainwashed, you got to be washed of the brain and get all them concepts, theories, and opinions out. And yes. let, you know, all the uh, uh, laws and statutes and commandments come within you. But, but all that, we can learn all that on paper. We can learn how to do it. But it's of no avail or no good when it's not embedded in you. Because the reason why I say that, you know, I think about Brother Priest, and he told us, he said, I have now focused my attention on getting real estate. See, he's back into the mindset. You have to have yep. the mindset to go before a judge and, 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 and establish that confidence that you know what you're talking about, that you have researched this stuff that you do read, you know, right. and that's what, that is the beginnings of freedom. And yeah. I've been down the road through trial and error, really, through trial and error. I've been down the road, but the, what, what helped me a lot was I was not afraid, you know. I was confident right. enough to know that what I had, a, what was given to me at the time I needed it to stand before a court or stand before this person or that person or, you know, uh, even if it dealt with getting your license or this, that, and other, you know, have the confidence to know what is really going on. If they see that confidence in you alone, it kills them right there. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because yep, they know it's the most high by having that confidence. They know it's a confidence from above, not in the skies, but with it embedded in you in that heart and in that mind. That's the mind. That's the above in your mind and that cloud up there. So if you got that confidence in yourself to be willing to want to learn and to pick up a book every now and then, look, you ain't got to read the whole book in one night. Absorb right. so much, and then other things will start coming along to validify it. Put some of that stuff into use. You know what I'm saying? When right. you're going out here and conducting your business, even if it's contracting to buy your soda or something, our attitudes is what's going to make us learn. Someone's going to be willing to give you more and more and more stuff. Stuff going to come to you, but to rush it, 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 you know what? You can rush it to the point where you get bored with it and you you leave it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people fall away because of that, because they want it right now. And that's how the Beast of Corporate got us, right, Brother Cedric, where we got to have it fast, fast. Yeah. Got our frequency so amped up, our energy so amped up, amped up that we can't even focus straight. You know what I'm saying? Man. So, and, and then one of the key things, and I'm through with it, one of the key things that you have to understand, and I'm a 63, I just turned 63. And she I, don't I, look at y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. This lady don't look at at all. She don't have no wrinkles. That's because that's the, I actually look like I'm about in my thirties, you know, maybe forties. That's because of the grace of the Most High, and 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 I I asked the Most High, if you will allow me to do for my people as well as my children and my offspring and this that and other, if you allow me to do that, then please preserve my youthfulness, not necessarily my looks, but my youthfulness, and and that's what helped me to uh, to to get to where I'm at. But the most important thing you gotta remember when you're out here is how you conduct yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yes, how sir. you conduct yourself and how you receive people. You can't always have that attitude. You can't always think like Cedric and I always talk. You can't always believe that you are something that you're not. Yes, we're right. the children of the Most High, yes. And he's called us out of the world into this knowledge and understanding and this building of a nation. But also, we got to watch our attitudes. We cannot rush nothing. We yep. can't you know, you do, want nothing, and you'll be all right. He says, if you try to save your life, you'll lose it. And, if yeah. you, you know, you, you just can't do that. It's not about, you're already free because right. you're in this nation. Now right. it's just a matter of, of like Cedric said, is going through the process. You have to go yeah. through a protocol. If it, 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 But it's really, like Brother Priest said, it's really left up to the individual. It's, it's some yep. of the things that you have to do. And the first thing, being in a lower class, you got to be diligent in your studies. Please. Comprehend what you're taking in on your nationality. Let that be a part of you. You know what I'm saying, Brother Alex? Let that be a part of you. Uh, go look up some of this history. Brother Priest got all these um, on uh, tribes of Aboriginal nations, Temple of the Most High, even on the radio. It tells yep. you some ish history of what Brother Priest, it, it, even the blog talks, Brother Priest has put it out there. He's been putting it out there. All we got to do is go to that stuff, continuously read it till it becomes embedded in us. Yes. Guess what? Uh, uh, I don't know if y'all can agree with this, but the law of nature, it'll automatically start kicking back to you things and it'll start coming to peace like Brother Satan, how things start coming together. You know? Yeah. It'll start coming together. You get bits and pieces and the puzzle starts formulating. So, you know, I I, I, I'm, I have improved tremendously in my endeavors. Man, you walk. 
You know? I was I mean, like, man. You, you know, but I found out, brother, you know, I mean, most of us Negro people, uh, Caucasians, I just take them out of the factor, you know, because they go to school and they'll learn one particular thing. They might know one or two things, but most of them, when they go to school, they study and learn one particular field, and that's what they're good in. But I right. noticed something about our people. We're multitask, but we don't recognize that, and that's, yeah. what, stag- that's what stagnates us. You know, right. in, in, in this nation, you're going to have to learn to be multitask and, and do more than just one thing, and that it, it takes the focus off of where you want to go. It's going to put you where you're at when you start getting more involved in the things in the nation. That's the most important thing, isn't that, Brother Cedric? That's right. Yes, ma'am. You know, we got all kind of things available, you know, when Brother Priest says, hey, you guys go look up a couple of houses every now and then, submit them to him, submit them to the uh, a real estate team. You know, it's it, we're going to do this as a collective group if everybody can comprehend that. You know, yeah. if everybody comprehend, don't worry about you getting to where you think you need to be. You're already there. It's just it won't manifest till you put forth your efforts. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I, I, it, it, you know what I mean? I, can I make a suggestion? I'm going to make a suggestion to you guys, and, and maybe this may work, and then maybe this may not. I'm going to tell you what I first did when I first got in the nation as What'd a student. You do? I used to... Uh, I, I, the first thing I did was I went to the law dictionaries that Priest had, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Black's Law Dictionary. So those were like my two best friends. Yeah. And at first I did not know how to read those books <laughs> until I would go in there and I look at a word and I would look at how they're structured and I'm just like, well, these words tell the story. Mm-hmm. And then what I would do is I would look at these words mm-hmm. and I noticed that some of them were kind of repetitive in the function of the word, but mm-hmm. I also, mm-hmm. like, took them and I applied them to the scriptures. Basically, mm-hmm. like, priests would do this every so often. I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but he would take certain words out of the scriptures. He would look them up. He would plug mm-hmm. them back in. So that's what, basically what you're doing is you're plugging in the words in order to see what they were doing. Right. And that is going to help you to understand how to do things in real time. Mm-hmm. Once you are able to understand words, because that's basically what you need to do. You need to understand yep. word and word placement. Once yes. you understand word and word placement, you will start Man. making connections back to back, and it will yes. just like it will blow you yes. away. I guarantee yes. you, it works every time because all uh-huh. you're doing is building a. It's almost kind of like building a person with words. Mm-hmm. It's like when you write out a sentence. Mm-hmm. How you pick apart a, a sentence, you got your ger- you got your subject verb or your predicate, and you got your gerund phrase, or sometimes you got your adjectives, mm-hmm. your adverbs. You pick Verb. those apart, but you, in order that to make a, then they teach you how to make a perfect sentence or how to structure a sentence, so to speak, so it can be effective. That's all you're learning how to do it, because once you can structure a sentence, a, 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 an effective sentence, you can carry things out the way that they need to function, mm-hmm. and you can see how things function. When you read this, when you read those law definitions, they mm-hmm. effectively tell you how something works. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is plugging things in, and once you do that, everything will start coming to you like clock. Where you're gonna be like, oh, okay, I recognize that because I read mm-hmm. that here. So just play around with those law dictionaries. He put them up there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You, you do know, it. Brother- you, 
Yes, ma'am. You know, uh, we was talking about this uh, last night, I think it was, you know, with the word, uh, you know, when you go before the courts, you know, a lot of times, uh, if you, you know, especially if you represent yourself, but a lot of times even with the lawyers representing you, you know, we talked about the word appear, remember? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, yes, ma'am. you know, when I'm writing up uh, my cases or something against these people, you know, uh, I, I understood their language, you know, at that time, you know, I was understanding some of their language. And so, like, the word appear. You know, you, you write up a motion or something, and you get into all that emotional crap, and, you know, I believe or I think, you know, but, you know, we're dealing with an illusionary world out there, so they always say you have to appear before the court or your appearance, you know, and I looked at that word back then, and I realized mm-hmm. how powerful it was, you know, it really puts them on the block. It's kind of like breaking that spell, you know, so mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's correct in what he uses, because... Uh, there's a big difference between lawful words and legal words. And so when you use the peer, it appears that you may have, you know, I'm not giving my opinion, concept, or theory, or my belief. You know, I'm saying it may appear, and then that just automatically hocus pocuses on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes, he's right about getting, getting, you know, getting your words. Go to that Black Law Dictionary and learn your there. words. Go mm-hmm. there. Utilize those dictionaries. Don't be afraid. I know it may sound... Some of those words may be big, but damn it, that's okay. Don't be a big, don't be afraid of big words because mm-hmm. the high, behind those big words are big abundance of information, and it will only benefit you. Aside from all of that, I wanted to make sure that I, I keep my word and uh, close out because uh, I don't want to keep you guys here. It is actually after eleven. Um, we will meet here after. Uh, we will meet here next week. Um, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Central. It is now 11.05. We can adjourn for this evening. Brothers and sisters, thank you for coming out this evening. Ema and Gavin, man, thank both of y'all. I literally just sparked the light in me. And um, I just want to say thank you all again for doing that. And I'm going to send you some of them uh, cases. Oh, send it, send it, send it my way because I'm I'm hungry now. So um, I will see you guys all back here next week. I won't hold you. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Who was in Illinois? I was wondering who was in Illinois. Oh, that's our that's our Alex. He's in. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, I I got found a few houses down that way, brother. You know, you might have to go look at some of them one day. (laughs) I will. Just just let me know. Okay, yeah, I've been looking down. I've been finding some pretty cheap houses and nice houses. So, you know, we're going to put you out of work. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. In this city. That's like yes, my favorite city. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, uh, go ahead and stop the recording. Good night, everybody. Okay, shalom, shalom. Thank shalom. you. Shalom. Bye-bye.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.